Welcome, everyone, to episode 267 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Today's topic is going to be Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Uh, just came out, what, I guess, last week. Uh, we needed some time with it to make sure we got in enough time. Uh, me and Will, specifically. I know Corey got to play a little bit, too. But it's one of those games that you don't want to go in necessarily uh, only having played an hour or two, which is all we would have gotten last week. Because we recorded on Wednesday last week, so um, it would have just been an overnight for me in about three hours. Two, three, one hours. Not enough for for all of us, you know? No, not absolutely not, Dan. Especially for our <laughs> high for standards. The, not for the credibility we've learned over the years. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> we are kind of like, uh, generally speaking, first impressions type of stuff. Like, uh, for the most part, none of us get, like, really hardcore in-depth into 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 the games we play. It's mostly, you know, first impressions and, and, you know, some of us beat stuff and some of it just falls by the wayside. Yeah, very, anyway. when we do these, very rarely do we have the game beaten. No. Uh, unless it's, like, a shorter, right. you know, like, Inside or something, you yep. know, one of those games where you kind of have to play it all to get the experience. Yeah, yeah. I, it's hard, too, you know. Uh, Who's got time for that? In, Ain't, 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 got, nobody. ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Got <laughs> ain't nobody got no time. It's hard too, especially with the longer games. Obviously, you know. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's the main segment. Anyone didn't have anything want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, not necessarily video game related, Dan, but nerd related. I played a pretty good amount of Magic: The Gathering this weekend. You nerd. Nice. Very I'm nice. I'm looking forward to talking about that. Very nice. Corey? But no video games. Gotcha. Corey? I played something new. Ooh. Abduction. Oh. Good. It's the the game uh, from the guys who did Mist and Riven. Oh, yeah. That was kickstarted. That just came out. I cool. played a little bit of it. Sounds So good. I'll talk about that later on. All right. Will? Anything to tease? Uh, I think I talked about it or forgot to talk about it last week, but I dabbled with Madden. Okay. Oh, you did? I'll be yes, interested I did. to hear what you thought. For sure. What your thoughts were? Mm-hmm. You know a little bit of my thoughts. I I uh I talked about that when I was on previously, did I not? Yes, Some you might stuff have. Stuff they added to it. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. Couldn't remember if that was on here or where I talked about it. Yeah. The uh the shortened game game moments. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moments mode. Okay. Uh, I I have nothing to tease, so uh, let's get right into the main segment. Uh, so, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided was developed by uh, Eidos Montreal and published by Square Enix. Now, uh, this episode we're going to rely heavily on Will, who uh, played the most, uh, but it was also the most experienced playing the Deus Ex series, uh, having spent quite a bit of time with, um, what was that? Uh, Human, Human Revolution. Revolution. Human Revolution. Human Revolution. Human Revolution. Yeah. I know you played that multiple times, right, Will? Uh, yeah, I beat it a couple times on my Xbox and then maybe once or twice on my uh, uh, computer. Okay. Uh, That's good, Will, because I got questions. Yeah. Gotcha. Namely, I figured you would. Namely, what the hell's going on? <laughs> did you watch the... Did they make you watch the uh, intro video to you explain do not the story? Have to. I actually went into the menu settings and watched it before I realized it would prompt me to watch it when I started a new game. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so no, did you, you double watch it then? No, you can skip it. Yeah, which gives you gives you the option. For it being long, um, it does a very good job 
kind of recapping the pretty convoluted story that was in Human Revolution. Yeah. And, like, when you're playing Human Revolution, that game, you kind of have no idea what's going on, like, where the story is going to go or whatever. And I, in my opinion, I thought it did a very good job recapping it. I would agree with that. However, I'm still lost, and it doesn't yeah. help that... Dan, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, jumping ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, it doesn't help that this game starts with a knot, you know, in terms of plot. Like, I already don't know what's going on, and I only played about three hours. Oh, I can explain whatever. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, and that's that's one of the... Co- the some, of, some of the people's complaints about the game was that the story was... Uh, almost nonsensical at times, uh, but confusing. I mean, I didn't, I didn't necessarily get that. I, I mean, I, f- I feel like, uh, you know, Adam Jensen's kind of confused as to what's going on at, at first. So I feel like the player is equally uh, kind of confused as to what's going on, who's pulling the strings behind the events that that start uh, Mankind Divided. So yeah, what is well, going on? Like, what what's the setup for Mankind Divided? Okay, so what happened? I'm going to spoil the ending for Human Revolution for anybody who might care. But what happened at the end of Human Revolution is the augmented people, like their augments, ended up going haywire. And it took over, like, it made them crazy, sort of like... um, Do you remember the characters at the end, Corey and Dan, that were the humans, but they were going crazy and they acted sort of like uh, zombies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 28 Days Later zombies? Fast zombies. Fast zombies. So what happened is I forgot the main the character uh, that activated that uh, turned them that way because of their augments and like the drugs within the game called neuropazine and stuff like that. So they went crazy and like that happened worldwide for people who got like the the augment upgrade that was like corrupt and ruined people. So it killed a bunch of like normal people and they call it the aug incident. And that's what happened is, like, the people who got that upgrade went crazy and, like, killed people. So, like, people do not like the augmented in this game, which is why it's called Mankind Divided. And and in this game, there's legislation up to um, basically remove augmented people from the world and put them in, like... Special colonies. Yeah, special colonies. Which, as you see in the game, you'll see one in the game. Yeah. So... Yeah, I haven't haven't gotten quite that far yet. Will, how much did you play? I beat it. Oh, hey. Hey. Yeah, well done. I beat, it, I beat it today. I had some time. Nice. That's funny, considering what we just talked about. <laughs> oh, we never beat games before we talk about it? Not beating them before we talk about them, yeah. Even I haven't beaten as many games this year as I usually do. I've left yeah, a lot I've been of, behind, too. I've left yeah, a lot of fish weekends. to fry, Dan. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's true. I haven't spent as much time playing. I've been doing house projects. But anyway... Um, how many hours did you put in, Will? I put 20, in 26. 26, okay. How much, like, side stuff did you do? I thought I did all of it, but I think I missed two side missions. Okay, so you did close to all of it at about 20, yeah. 26 hours. Because one of the complaints... And I'm going to do... I'm going to do New Game Plus and do everything. Okay. Because I missed an achievement that I really wanted to get, and that achievement was to not um, activate... Any, I think I think it was activate all any of the alarms. Like you're completely ghost, and I think I activated maybe one or two. Okay. What? Did you do the pacifist uh, playthrough? Yeah, I didn't kill a single person. Nice. Uh, even the final boss. There is one boss fight uh, in there. I should say. Nice. For people. 
Yeah, the achievement is triggered zero alarms during your entire playthrough. That's impressive. More than one boss fight. It just depends, like how you choose to play it. Is kind of what I gathered from uh, podcasts I listened to about it. Yeah, that is true. Uh, with me, the last guy was the boss fight for me. I was able. You can basically talk your way through yeah. uh, potential boss fights, which is what I do. Which I like. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'd play it that way because I'm too impatient, but I like that you could. Yeah, one of the coolest things about about the Deus Ex games is how how it really embraces the doing different things to accomplish your objectives, and I think it does it better than most other other series that I can that I can think of off the top of my head, anyway. Um, For sure. Yeah, it's it's you know there's there's any anything you're trying to do, there's probably two, three, maybe even four ways that you can accomplish that objective, and. Uh, you can mm-hmm. kind of get creative with your abilities, and and that and that's for me is the fun of the, of the Deus Ex series. Let me tell you, uh, the things that I had to do in the last sequence of the game, uh, because I was doing it stealthily uh, and trying not to trigger any alarms or kill anybody. Uh, then my problem that I ran is because I had the cloaking shield. Uh-huh. So I was working my way through the last part of the game is pretty awesome in my opinion. I love how it's all set up, and. Do you know when your um, what's it called? Your energy. You know how the bar yeah. can get really small. Yeah, I can't uh, think of what it's have, called. You can't do anything really. Uh, turned out I had no bio cells too, oh. so like I couldn't really sneak my way by everybody really easily. So like I could only sneak a small distance and like go into cover, sneak a small distance, go into cover, uh, and I had to use a lot of like smoke grenades and concussion grenades and stuff like that to just like oh. weave my way through and. It was pretty difficult, but when I finally like finished it, I was so like satisfied. You were raw dogging it, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's very rewarding. Yeah, very. Yeah, it is. At least semi-rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the game starts off. Uh, you're you're in uh, in Dubai at like a an abandoned hotel, um, and you have a couple of accomplished. Uh, a couple of objectives to accomplish there, and once you, once you finish up there, you go to your, I guess, base of operations, uh, which is the Prague Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right when you get in there, uh, you get to the train station, and there's a an explosion, um, in the train station. So the the aftermath of the game, or the the game takes place at least for me to this point. I played played about eleven hours, uh, is figuring out who's behind the attack. And uh, yeah. you know you're you're trying to essentially stop you know them from from doing more terrorist attacks because like Will said you know when he was talking earlier about the uh, the uh, the angst between the the human people and the augmented people or the what do they call the non augmented people just people I don't, I don't know the normies just humans yeah he, there's a there's a term they call them yeah I, I can't think of it but yeah and and then the augmented people there's there's a lot Planks. of clanks. Clanks. <laughs> That's their derogatory term for augmented people. Yeah, clanks. Uh, but it's it's a really, really neat world, um, you know, because uh, it's, it's very – it almost feels like Nazi-esque when you're in uh, uh, in Prague wandering around because you'll see, you know, the police. The police will stop you and ask you for your papers, and um, you have to show them your papers and make sure you're, you're clear to go to the different areas that you're supposed to go to. Um, and yeah, you'll see them like arresting augmented people. It's very, it's very, uh, historical, but you know, obviously futuristic at the same time. It's neat. One of the, the, I was gonna say one of the cool things is like, well, not cool. It's kind of horrible in the game, but it's kind of like immerses you into the world. 
when you're going to the metro stations, they have lines separating humans and augmented people. Yeah. Uh, and, like, the augmented people's, like, section's really small and whatnot. So, like, I was like, screw that. I'm going to go through the human. Every time I do that, the cops get mad at you and ask yeah. you for your papers and yeah. stuff like that and, like, force you to go onto the augmented side, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. For the immersion of the game. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're in the world, you know. Exactly. Which I think they do the whole prog thing, like the open world. They're very, like, excellent. I like. I think it's very well done. Yeah. Go ahead, Corey. What were you going to say? Uh, I forgot. It's okay. okay. Not, not important, though. Yeah. I've spent most of my time, actually, uh, just wandering around, exploring everything. Yeah. Uh, trying to get into, into places with, with my hacking abilities. Um, mm-hmm. spend a lot of time in the hacking mini game cause pretty much every computer I come across or, or door that I can open, I, I try to hack it and open it and see what's in there. And yeah, that's what I've spent most like the, in the 10 hours I've done very little actual story stuff. I did a couple of side missions that, uh, that I picked up along the way, which are also really cool. Uh, this one I'll, I'll talk about just because it, uh, it gives you a good feel of what the world's like. So there's one, uh, one police officer that you come across and he won't let you into a certain area. So you, uh, he's, he tells you to, you have to go get these papers from, uh, from someone, a document maker, I guess. Like supplemental paperwork. Yeah. Extra, extra paperwork to get into certain areas. Uh, and and you figure out that this, this cop is not actually a cop, but he's just running an extortion ring to extort money from augmented people. And you kind of have decisions to make within that, that side mission, uh, you know, that that affect the outcome or affect the lives of the people involved with the mission. Uh, it's very neat. That's very well actually done. one of the side missions I didn't do. Oh, you didn't do that one? That's, like, right at the beginning. Yeah, apparently that's one. It's kind of hard to miss, but, like, I blew right by it. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I wasn't enamored with that one, Dan. You didn't find it cool? I... I don't know. For me, it was sort of like a microcosm of how I feel about this game. Like when I when I would talk to the characters for this mission, um, and I shouldn't say this game because, like I said, I've only played three hours. I guess for the the human revolution and what I'm starting to feel towards this game. But it's like I was talking to all these people in this mission, and they're just like they're finding the longest way to explain things when just like a phrase will do. You know what I mean? No. It's like Not they're they're like your time, Corey. They're like talking in circles and like oh, yeah, I don't know. It's they're all corrupt. No, it's it, that's not what I mean. I, I just mean like the way they talk about, and not even the corrupt ones, like the girl doing the paperwork and stuff. Uh-huh. I think she said the same thing like three times over. And I'm just like, I I get it, I get it, I get it. I don't uh, know. I didn't get that from it. And I also had like. I didn't think that prologue level I thought was real bad. I don't know how you guys felt about it. Really? Uh, I mean, just a real, like, the level design of it I thought was very uninteresting. Everything kind of looked the same. I don't know. It didn't, it, it was it was a bad introduction to this game for me with it, that mission and that first side quest. I mean, it's definitely not, it definitely wasn't as cool as the actual game itself. Because it kind yeah. of forces you, like, you know, part of the fun of Deus Ex is, you know, like like Will said, talking your way out of problems. And, uh, you know, it, it did have multiple ways to 
do a few things, but not. It's not nearly. It wasn't nearly as open. It was a little more focused of an area. Uh, so I can see your point from that. I, I didn't dislike it, you know, uh, yeah. but definitely, definitely, it was. It was a. I, I w- became much more enamored with the game once I got into Prague and, uh, you know, felt more like Adam Jensen and not. It like it felt like a, a Call of Duty almost. You know, at the beginning of the game, other than your powers. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, like we talked about already, the the world building stuff and setting and everything, I think, is really cool and really interesting. And yeah. I like the the intro to the Augs and stuff once you get in Prague and you meet with that guy in the library uh, yeah. and you have that discussion about what's going on. Like that's all really intriguing stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm into it. It's just it's just the Deus Exy bits of the game is just a little bit much for me. And even mm-hmm. like the stealth. I think we all sort of have we all sort of agree on our issues with stealth games, uh, in at least early on. And I know it's going to change once you know I customize my character a little bit more. But it's just like that loop, that painful loop of like you enjoy doing the stealth stuff, but you fail at the stealth stuff. So then you get frustrated on the stealth stuff and don't do the stealth stuff, and then you don't enjoy it as much. You know I'm what gonna, I mean? I'm going to be honest that I think most stealth complaints don't really apply to this game. I think it's the best game that does stealth. And that's, I mean, that's that's my point, though. Like, I know that changes later on once you can customize your character more. But early on, like, in those initial stages, like, when I was going through Prague before I did anything with my augments, uh, I was just getting so frustrated trying to stealth my way through stuff. Yeah. Well, that's because I mean that that's I think that was because your systems are are fried after the explosion, so you don't really have any of your abilities, right? So you're yeah. talking about okay. No, I have them. I have the, oh, you the got starter them ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean I didn't have the, my main main complaint with with uh stealth games was is not knowing um if if you're like spotted or if someone kind of notices you. Uh, yeah. And then another one is just failure of your mission if if you're spotted, which I, I hated having to start over. In this one, if you're spotted, then you just have to fight. Like if some if they notice you and uh, and find you, or yeah, I mean you can run and hide, but yeah, uh, Will's right. I I don't think my my stealth game complaints apply to Deus Ex either. No, there's I don't really don't think there's a lot of jank. Especially they made it way better than Human Revolution. Yeah, see, I don't remember. He, I mean, I remember the story in Human Revolution, but not specifically the mechanics. Uh, a lot of people said the shooting is a lot better in this one than yeah. it was in, in Human Revolution, which it feels, I mean, I, to me, I, feels I tight. I did none of it, but I've heard it's better, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're doing your pacifist playthrough, right? Or you did your pacifist shot, playthrough. Shot a trank rifle a bunch. Now, uh, most of the podcasts I listened to that talked about that game, which I think was two of the podcasts I, that I listened to, they said that it was pretty much just more the same as the last one. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Which, okay. Uh, be, yeah, because I'm going to say I don't think the next one can be as similar. That's exactly um, what they said. Yeah. It, the, the next one can't be the same uh, or as similar as it is, but because what they did the first time was so solid... Um, you know, I'm fine with it being sort of the same with improvements upon what they already had. Okay. Yeah. Will. Um, yes. Without spoiling anything, how do you think the story compares to the the last game? It's easier to understand once everything starts coming together a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you'll be confused for a lot of it and not really sure. There's one thing I'm not really clear on with the game, uh, which I might have just forgot a story detail because I have played this over a week. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've had a lot going on, so I haven't sure. really... You know, got to sit down and play it like straight through in like a day or two. It was spread across like eight, eight days, uh, give or take. So, I think it's I think it's pretty good. Okay, is there is there stuff in in it you can like chew on for longer? Because that's one of the things I like about science fiction. You know, is the the look into the future and see what kind of problems humanity is going to face. Uh, is there is there stuff you can you can think about for a while? Because I don't like anything that's. Um, uh, too straightforward, you know. I like a little, a little bit of of mystery and some, like I said, something something to chew on a little bit. I will say with the ending, uh-huh. there's gonna you're gonna have some questions about some characters. Uh, so there is that with because it deals with terrorism and like augmented people and like the horrible treatment they kind of go through uh, and like people being framed for stuff like that. So, yeah, like, as you said, like, looking into the near future and seeing that sort of stuff, like, yeah, like, that's something you can look at and, you know, kind of think about. Uh, and like I said, that coupled with sort of the ending with, like, how the how certain characters are and some how things play out, you're kind of, yeah, like, there is some stuff to chew on. It depends, like, how, it depends how your playthrough goes, I guess I could, I could say. Because uh-huh. yeah. I guess there is multiple ways for things to, to wrap up. out. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Um, people are saying it's shorter. I don't remember how long Human Revolution was. Here, let me look. Yeah. Um, pe- yeah, people are complaining it's a little too short. I don't know. I think 26 hours is a, probably a, uh, just the right amount for, for this I, type of game. I would agree with that. Um, because, you know what? Because with Deus Ex Human Revolution... I'm sure you both kind of remember that there was a certain point where it really kind of dragged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like in that middle section uh, towards the end, a lot you visit the same place too many times and stuff like that because they eliminated that. Like, besides Prague, you don't revisit the same place really. I got. Uh, which... uh, sorry, not to interrupt, but I got 13 hours for Mankind Divided and 21 for Human Revolution. Did you? Yeah. Be- did you beat uh, Human Revolution? Me? Yeah. Yeah, at twenty one hours it for four in February. Okay. Oh, I don't know how long it took me. Because I, I have twenty eight and then twenty six. So. Oh, so it's not that much shorter. I would yeah. assume you did just about everything in the other one, right? Yeah, I would. I probably did. Is it the fact that maybe there's more side missions in this one and not as much main story? Definitely, okay. I definitely think there's more side stuff in this one. Okay, and it, it's longer too. Gotcha. Because there are some pretty, pretty uh, lengthy storylines for some of the side missions. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Which one are you doing? The paperwork one. I oh, see. I on. loved that mission. I thought it was great. <laughs> I don't know. Walking around and arguing with people about paperwork. God, Corey, I love it. I just love listening to Corey talk about video games. <laughs> you two both hate games. I'm so. pretty much in the same boat as Corey completely now. I don't like video games either, <laughs> so it works out pretty nicely. Sure. This is why I defend Dan, because me and Dan agree all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did Corey find and I are in- just a couple of curmudgeons. Yep, curmudgeonly. Comes with age. Hey, I'm, it didn't happen uh, to Dan. Though. I'm the oldest. 
Dan's still a child. I turned 31 <laughs> in a week and a half. Uh, 33, really? I'm sorry. That's it? 33, I was say. not 31. I was like, wait a minute, you're older than me. Why did I say 31? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. It doesn't matter anymore. I knew what you meant. You're coming up on 40, Dan. That's true, Eric. It doesn't really matter. Hard and fast, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, I did want to, back to the topic of whatever. Uh, I did find some interesting, yeah, I did find some interesting, like, uh, ebooks and stuff like that one was talking about og artists did you guys see that one yeah it's pretty cool like the mm-hmm. art the art movement of the day based on like og art mm-hmm. which i thought was cool and the one talking about the usa being in all sorts of trouble in general i don't know how much the game addresses that do we even go to the usa in this one you do not go to the usa you talk to Seraph a lot though yeah and jensen mentioned alaska and i got kind of excited that maybe we'd be going to alaska but i guess unfortunately well there are some questions that in the game that i don't know if they're gonna implement as dlc i haven't looked at their season pass i've heard it's disappointing uh or like the next game is gonna tackle some of the stuff that doesn't get answered in this game that's cool like the what i was talking about earlier with the augs uh the like hidden augs that you didn't know about uh, at least early on, they lead you to believe that those were installed. Well, you in between the first game or in between Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, uh, and that happened in Alaska. So that's why I thought maybe we'd go to Alaska. But you don't have well, to I... say whether that's addressed or not. Well, I just thought it was interesting. Speaking of side things, they could explore unless that... the main game addresses it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll. I can't. We'll... I can't. It's okay. Don't talk about it. It's fine. We can talk about something else. I just and I, I know the resolution. And I know exactly how you're gonna feel about it. <laughs> gonna be pissed off about it. He's gonna hate oh, it. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, but I don't. Don't know for sure. Will it I be explained is... away in like a convoluted two-hour discussion with somebody? Because that's no. not what I'm expecting. No. Okay. I think there's there's gonna be more to it. Coming. Okay. All right. Uh, how'd it run for you, Corey? Fine. Fine. No issues. Okay, because, again, there's a certain subset of people that complained about the performance of it. but No, I did the auto-detect settings, and I think it set most things at high. Uh-huh. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't have any issues. I think there's also, like, there's a, a benefit to having an older video card in that uh, you might not be able to run everything at Ultra, but... It's more stable. Sure. And everything doesn't look fantastic, but again, it's just stable and it works, which is kind of what I've been experiencing lately uh-huh. in games. Which uh, makes you am... makes you reluctant to upgrade, you know? Right, right. But I, I, I probably will soon. Okay. Nice. Once the, the price comes down on those, whatchamacallit? 1070s. Yeah, they're selling uh, above MSRP. Yeah, you know what? It's from scalpers ridiculous yeah people buy a bunch of them and and jack up the price like 70 80 bucks so yeah wait wait because i think the 10 set if you're gonna look go the 1070 route they're supposed to be about 350 yeah so um anyway uh rpg elements again another another great thing about the deus ex series is the the rpg stuff in this one it's uh you know tailoring your abilities to your to your play style 
uh, through your through your augments, which is really cool. But it also has a because like Corey talked about, where you where you get the uh, what's his name Kohler. Yeah, he's Bell like Cobb Kohler. Yeah, he, he he's like a like a mad scientist almost. But he's got he's got like a punk vest on yeah. with buttons and pins and yep and his and his secret layer, uh, and yeah at the beginning when he's fixing your systems he he comes across some uh, augments that were uh, I guess in sleep mode for for lack of a better term, uh, and he kind of unlocks those for you, uh, so you can like overclock your character, so to speak, uh, with some of those, but you have to like take away from you have to turn off some of your your potential augments uh, permanently. I don't know if you can go back and change that at some point or not, or if it's permanent. There's there's a mission that he gets you. I forgot what it's called, but it's to make it so you can use any aug. Yeah. He gives it to you right away. Right. That was the start of that side mission. Yeah. That's when you meet the Diwali gang. Yep. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I, uh, yeah, I just wiped out all those people. I, I screwed up on my stealth, and I just ended up killing everybody. Murder. So I'm trying to do all stealth playthrough. Yeah. So immediately I put all my points into the uh, invisible, the camouflage one. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, remove. And what else did I – oh, the remote hacking. Yes, that's uh, very handy. The OP aug, and then I removed the armor one. Yep. I think. Okay. But I, that's like I'm I'm sort of handcuffing my I'm handcuffing myself into playing uh, th- a style of game that I probably won't enjoy. Right. And I don't know I, why I do that because I, I was, know I'm I know I'm going to get frustrated with stealth. I was literally just going to say, Corey, do not play how I played. If you don't like doing 100% stealth and talking to people, because I love games where you can. I, like talk to the the NPCs or whatever and the enemies and be able to talk them out of whatever uh, into yeah. doing what I want and I love being able to do that and that leads to some long conversations so yeah which you also don't like Corey it depends <laughs> if it's Enderall I love it sure if it's no or yeah no man's sky what are we playing man can't kind divided where it's just it's <laughs> dipsy doodle chat about something i have no idea what they're talking about it gets better once you learn more of the story uh and do that stuff too yeah that's the thing though like dipsy doodle chat it's it's not that i'm not interested in it because it's all fascinating i just can't follow it doesn't matter who's talking or what they're talking maybe you stupid i don't know you're the you're (laughs) the smart one you have attention deficit disorder well yeah my girlfriend tells me all the time because when we watch a movie I ask a million questions. Who's that? What, why are they? What are they doing? And she's like, you went. To, do you have a four-year degree in storytelling, essentially? <laughs> How can you not follow the plot of Wally? You know, like, it's just whatever movie we're watching. Shit's advanced. I would not want to watch movies with you if that's the case, Corey. Oh, I don't do it in mixed company. Oh, okay, only. good. I know better. Gotcha. Like at the movie theater, I yeah. don't. I, I, I understand the movie-watching uh manners gotcha but uh feel no, free to do that with me Corey, because i i i um i wouldn't say that i do that but i want to you think yeah. it oh yeah oh yeah gotcha yeah yeah i think you're right though dan i think i have add so at least some form of it yeah i think i'm slightly 
touched with, have a touch of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, too, because uh, this is a big controversy, and a lot of people, uh, it's a sticking point for them not buying the game. Uh, the microtransaction controversy. Uh, apparently, I don't even know what's in it. I meant to look, and I completely forgot, but there's microtransactions in the game. Uh, I don't know what you can buy. Uh, I was only vaguely aware that it even existed. Um, it's not like you go through the game and the game's like, hey, you could make this easier by buying. And, you know, it doesn't, it hasn't done that to this point. I've, like I said, I've played about 11 hours. I don't know what's in so, the store. So, Dan, yeah. I didn't know that there was microtransactions until you just brought it up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I beat the game. Yeah, they're, like in the menu at the beginning, there's a store option. And is that in the pause menu too when you save? I'm not even really uh, sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It might be. But anyway, that that's a sticking point for a lot of people. A lot of people are upset about that. Uh I I don't Why? personal I don't know. I don't care. Like I said, if if you're upset about it just don't don't buy anything, you know. I don't I don't see what the problem I, is. I don't I love think it, it'd but be there if you're not forced to use it. Yeah. That's the thing. You, not not only are you not forced to use it, it's not a competitive online game. You're not paying to to win. And yeah. also, from what I understand, you can pretty much break the game anyway. So what's the point if you can, you know, who cares if you can break it even further Yeah. with some microtransactions? Yeah, I, like I said, and I was even only vaguely aware it was even in there. It doesn't, it doesn't, like I said, there's no pop-up on your screen that says, hey, spend money in our store. Blah, yeah. blah. It's it's uh, irrelevant for me. So speaking of that, though, Will, uh, yeah. do you? One of the things I like about games in general is the ability to like break them by doing some weird combination of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean like exploits. I mean like just being really smart about how you uh, allocate your points, practice points. It, did you feel that at all in this game, where you just felt like you could do some op stuff? Um, being able to take two guys out at once, uh, knock them out unconscious is pretty nice. Uh, and I got ability, but because like I didn't do any of the combat stuff, uh, I had to be really conscious of like my energy. So mm-hmm. I couldn't, um, I don't want us to be super overpowered, but like, it's kind of hard to explain because you are, even with the, the energy fully maxed out, you still have to really watch how much you use. So that kind of like, hamstrings you into being able to do so much uh with a whole stealth pacifist playthrough yeah it's very well balanced i feel like yes uh between like Corey said being a little bit overpowered uh but also like it it still presents a challenge because you can't just run through invisible and clock everyone on the head you know you you still have to like plan out how you're going (laughs) to use your energy it's funny you say that, Dan, because that's literally what I put all my points into trying to do. Oh, really? I put all my points into the camouflage, all my points into the maximum charge. Okay. Uh, and I just want to be able to run up to people and knock them out. Oh, and I put a point into the one that keeps me invisible while I knock somebody out. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's part of the camouflage tree, right, Will? Um, yes. It's in that. So, yeah. That's what I'm trying so, to do. <laughs> yeah, you can't just oh. do that, but, yeah, you can, you know... You still, you, you can, yeah, get close, and, and as long as you have enough biocells, like, you can kind of keep going. But, you know, those cost either buying them with money or uh, building them with your spare parts. So you do have to have, like, the resources to be able to do that. 
you know. Yeah. I yeah, put all my I'll, uh, Corey. I, oops, sorry, Dan. No, sorry. Right. I was just gonna say gonna I put all my it. all my points into hacking. That's yep. my I, so I can go hack anything, and you know I struggle with the combat and stealth stuff, but uh, if there's a terminal, by golly, I'm gonna hack it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corey, you're gonna be able to knock out maybe five people uh, until your energy is like gone, uh, and then you're gonna have to use a bio cell or hide and let it recharge. It only recharges yeah, a little but, bit. Yeah, it's only like maybe an eighth of that bar that it'll recharge. It'll recharge one slot, I think I heard. Yep. Yep. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's they really they like if you went straight combat, yeah, like I could see Adam Jensen being really overpowered and not dying. Uh but with the stealth playthrough and plus I played on the hardest difficulty that was available. Uh the one after I'm not gonna do because it's too realistic for me. But yeah, no, it gets it can be tough. Okay. No. Are you going to keep playing it, Corey? That's the question. Uh, yeah, I actually played about 30 minutes right before we recorded, and it sort of picked up a little bit for me, and I started to enjoy it. Not okay. that I didn't enjoy it playing through the first time. It's just like all the things I disliked about Human Revolution were like at the very beginning of this game all over again for me. Gotcha. And it's just like, ugh, I don't know. There's a lot of things I could be playing right now, but it's just it's a compelling enough world that i want to spend more time in it and and see what it's like i think that's one of its best uh attributes of the world in this game it's different colors than black and orange (laughs) or yellow or all brown yeah (laughs) yeah i should say too i'm i'm also really really enjoying deus ex um it's all i think about even though I've, i've only been able to play like 10 hours in the week and a half or whatever it's been out I love it. I can't can't wait. I'm hoping to be able to get some time in tonight uh, once we get done recording. But yeah, I, I love it. It's it's so good. Dan, just, let me tell you, it's very when, well crafted. Like, when when the grandparents were here, Dan, yeah, all I wanted to do is play <laughs> sex. I bet. And I'm like hanging out. Yeah. It's all on my mind. I'm at class. I'm like, I really just wanted to beat ASX for this episode. That's all I wanted to do. And you did. Yeah, I can't believe I did. I didn't know I was as close as I was playing today. So okay. I feel like there is a there's a like a fantastic Deus Ex game, a hypothetical fan, like awesome Deus Ex game, and I I don't know like the first one didn't really hit the mark. This one I haven't played enough to say, uh, but I just feel like the formula is just ripe for something incredible. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's is it is does this game hit it? Will you might think so. Uh well judging by reviews, it's getting like eight, eight and a half okay, around. So not, I, not quite. I mean, that's a pretty good score for the game. Yeah. And my I think it's way better than human revolution. Uh in every aspect. <laughs> I'm biased because I thought human revolution it was my game of the year of twenty eleven. Like I'm huge on this series, so I think this game is amazing, but I mean, some people think it's an eight, which is still a good review score, but it's just, I don't know. Like, if they just like scaled it back a little bit, I think it would be better. What do you mean, scale more it linear? Back? Not more linear. I just mean in terms of like, like Adam Jensen saving the world kind of thing. Like, just pull back a little bit. Oh, like this, I see. What you this mean. story like, is not saving the world. It's not. Is it more it personal? Is... Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll really like it then. Well, basically, the gist of it is this Human Restoration Act being passed is how the story is based around. So it's about, like, con- like Congress and, like, lobbyists and, like, secret organizations all going after this Human Restoration Act. Mm. <laughs> I just want the opposite of that. <laughs> like, Adam Jensen saving a puppy in a tree. Uh, you do help your neighbor. Oh, that that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good. That's a real good side mission, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna play more, so we'll see. Okay. Well, that's that's telling in and of itself is that Corey will play more. So, sure. There you go. And you saying that there's other stuff to be playing? I think this is the game that you should be playing. I also said I'd play more. I am Setsuna, and I haven't gone back to that. Nor have I. Yeah, but this game's way better than any other game that's been released, like, this in August, at least. Except for Pokemon Go. Oh, August. We can't speak of Pokemon Go. <laughs> Why would you? I still Eric, play Eric, Does Eric know? Why? <laughs> we're we're I... world famous on Pokemon Go. Oh, my God. Are you seriously? No. Hey, you we fuckers can't... don't tell me anything. Of course I don't know. <laughs> we canceled the show. <laughs> oh. That was a good run, boys. Yeah, two episodes is great. I feel like it's my fault. I was on episode two, and all of a sudden, it's over. No, it's really oh. not. Yeah, no. I mean, I, hey, if you want to keep Corey doing it, Dan, no, I'm good. If you want to keep doing it? Go ahead. No, it's I your ba- show if you want it. I barely have enough time to get enough gameplay and stuff to do to do this one. Yeah. So, but Eric, we're trying to come up with another idea. So, an even better idea. You and Will, or. Yep. Depends on who comes up with a good idea. Alright. I got nothing. I yeah, I'd love to, to be honest with you. I just God, I don't know if I could focus enough time and or, or energy on anything right now. Well that was the thing with the Pogo Podcast we're getting way off topic. That was the thing with I'll the Pogo talk. Podcast though. Uh it's just I didn't care enough about Pokemon Go anymore to sit down and right. craft an episode about it. Yeah. I certainly wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Any other thoughts on Deus Ex? Play it. No. Or don't. Play it or don't. Dan, I'm really glad you bought this because I am in a tight money crunch and yeah. I it would hurt me to buy it. Yeah. As good. much as I wanted to buy it. I it was it was also and I think it's still only forty five dollars on Green Man Gaming, so Oh wow. That's yeah. a steal. It's an absolute steal. Because it's well worth sixty bucks plus tax for us, which comes to about sixty-five. For sure. Uh, but yeah, Green Man Gaming is it was, I guess, twenty-five percent off, and then they they don't charge tax, which is nice. That uh, yeah, that's worth it. Buy it for that price. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move into Nibblevitch, shall we? Yeah, I gotta yeah. run out just for a quick second. I'll be right back. Don't start with okay. me, Dan. I got a minute left. Okay. Uh, Will, I'll start with you. Nibble bits. That, that leaves me. All right. So my first one is Heroes of the Storm. Just got one of the biggest patches on the PTR. So they're doing a kind of a StarCraft theme. To oh, the we new... talked about this a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Yes. What's going to be on that? What's going to be on it? Uh, yeah, we did. That's right. That kind of ruins this one. But it came well, out. Sort of. Basically, with the PTR is the public test realm, uh, which is what they put stuff on. 
to test it out for like glitches and stuff and how like everything works out. So with the new PTR patch, they added the new map, which is Brax's Holdout, which is a pretty awesome map. Um, they added the new hero, Aralak, uh, which is a Protoss assassin, uh, which is a StarCraft character. And then several reworks of characters, uh, which is including Butcher and Vala. I don't know what's been going on with them in like the metagame with Heroes of the Storm because I've kind of been removed from, from it. So I don't know if like they're bad picks now or what's going on with that. But all of that is on the PTR. Give it a shot. I did. It's pretty cool. Um, I think it's going to be out September 12th, maybe? Dude, the I think Vala of... was out of the metagame back when I was playing, even. See, the the metagame kind of bounces back and forth so often uh, whenever a new character is introduced. So, like, I haven't been keeping up on it. Uh, I think you are right, though. Vala did fall out for a bit. I know, like, Li Ming is, like, the assassin to be used a lot gotcha. in the game. Uh, and Kael'thas and Jaina. But... So that's the first one, uh, and then the second one is the Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection, got announced by Ubisoft, so because there's no new Assassin's Creed this game, they decided to remaster Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations. It's going to be running at 1080p and 30 frames per second, which is a little weird in my opinion. Yeah, why would they that's do that? Be... Yeah, I don't have any idea why they decided on 30 uh, I don't think they said Creed. anything. So they're, it'll run properly, probably. They're older games. I, I think they run it. Do they run at 60 on PC? Yes. I know uh, the Syndicate new one. ran at 60. Okay. I knew the new one did. I don't know about the older ones. I have uh, Black Flag and uh, 3 on PC, too. I'll have to maybe fire those up and see if they run at 30 or if they run at 60. Did they fix 3 yet? <laughs> no. It's still bad. I'm just... I'm supposed to play it this year, remember? Jake, uh... Idaho Jake dared me to to play through it again. I'm I want to play it just because Revolutionary War, but yeah. ugh, it sucks. <laughs> it does. Suck. It is the coolest time period out of all the Assassin's Creed games, in my I, opinion. Besides Black Flag, yeah, I was gonna say Black Flag would be it for me. I, the first one too, the, during the Crusades, that was a cool time period. Yeah. But, I don't know. I kind of want to get this, but. With the impending announcement of the Mass Effect remaster, like I'm not gonna bother with another remaster. No, no. they're all the same game anyway. Just play them on I, computer. I want the Mass Effect one. You guys aren't gonna talk me out of this one. Oh yeah, do the Mass Effect. Don't do okay. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, definitely not. And do I'm Bioshock usually not a... before you do Assassin's Creed. I'm not a frames per second like queen, but. No. Like Dan. I think it should be. <laughs> I think it should be sixty. How dare you? I mean, ideally, yeah, sixty. But I'm with you. I don't. I don't care. I'd be interested to hear why, at least. Why they're not doing it? That's it for nibble bits for me, though. Okay. Corey, go ahead. Eve Online is going free to play in November. I sort of tried to read the description of why but it just made no sense again just doesn't make sense to me because i'm stupid but uh they had some like convoluted in-game explanation about clone like regarding clones there's alphas and omegas and if you're an alpha then you're free to play if you're omega you're not and you can level up quicker and or something like that i don't know but anyway free to play in november if you so choose with restrictions of course 
Super Mario Maker. Also, oh, the Nintendo uh, Direct was today, and they had a bunch of 3DS announcements. I pulled out the ones I was interested in. There's a lot more. I don't know if anybody else pulled any out. Pokemon? I didn't pull anything about Pokemon. Did you? I wish you did. No. Was Was there anything? Uh, I bit. think there was in the very, very beginning. Okay. Super Mario Maker is coming to 3DS. I don't think anybody doubted that it wouldn't, or doubted that it would. Uh, December 2nd, so it's right around the corner, really. You can't share your levels online, uh, and you can't enter download codes for other people's levels. So it is a little bit limited. It will, however, include 100 levels made by Nintendo, and they all have extra challenges in them, like collecting every coin, defeating every Goomba, stuff like that. Uh, And you can also play an automatically generated list of people's creations from the Wii U version. Uh, But again, that's automatic. Nintendo automates that list, so you really don't get to pick or choose. Uh, and you, but you can, even though you can't share online, you can't enter download codes. You can share levels uh, local wirelessly, wireless locally. Uh-huh. So there's that. Nice. Um, I still have my Mario Maker for Wii U. I have it actually. Me too. Well, you have mine. Oh, uh, well. Okay. Play some of that. What a great game. Uh, Pikmin. Also coming to 3DS in the form of a side-scrolling adventure due out next year. I think Pikmin's good for side-scrolling. Sure. Uh, it just seems like it would make sense. Uh, Yoshi's Whirly World is also coming to 3DS. Uh, this one's called Poochie and Yoshi's Whirly World. So they have all the stages from the Wii U version and some extra stuff, extra, extra stuff like special, special features and stages specific to Poochie. Do you guys even know who Poochie is? No, because I didn't until is I that, looked it up. Is that Pink Yoshi? No, it's like a dog. Oh, Poochie that makes sense. There's a dog, Poochie's Poochie, uh, and there is a Poochie yarn amiibo coming. Hmm. Got my yarn Yoshi right here, actually. Yeah. Ah, uh, horrible. <laughs> That's cute. Dragon Quest VIII for 3DS is delayed to 2017. I think this is the only other confirmed NX game other than Zelda, right? It was one of the Dragon Quests. I didn't think it was eight. I think it's this one. Uh, it was a while ago, maybe even a year ago at this point, that it was announced for NX. Yeah. Uh, so it only makes sense, I guess, that it would come out around launch time is my early guess. I don't know. We'll see. And Skyward Sword is now available on the Wii U eShop. For twenty dollars, probably my least favorite Zelda game. Never played that one. Don't. That's the motion control one, right? No. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was. Yeah. Um, it's the one with the Wii Mote. Yep. Well, Twilight Princess used the Wii Mote. Right, but yep, not in the same way because it was designed for GameCube. Yeah, but if you played it on Wii, you had to use motion controls. Did you? There's no way to use, like, traditional controls? Nope. I think there is a way. Right? Corey seems pretty convinced. Yeah, he's right then. You had to use it motion. If you bought it on Wii. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. All right. What do you got, Eric? Got a couple here, Dan. Uh, This weekend... I think it's this week. No, I'm sorry. Next weekend 
If you still haven't played Overwatch, which who could really blame you, uh, if you have an Xbox One or PS4, it will be free to play from September 9th through September 12th. Uh, so give that a shot. And also, this isn't necessarily video game related, but same kind of realm. Uh, Stranger Things has announced Season 2 coming in 2017. So I'm kind of excited about that. Kind of not. I think it's one of those things they should just leave alone. What do you think, Corey? Because I know you finished it. I zoned out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You, <laughs> Stranger Things two, uh, Season 2 was announced. Do you oh, think yeah. they should just leave it alone? Or... Um, I didn't love the first season as much as everybody else did. Oh, really? I thought it was Boy, good. you really are a curmudgeon. I don't know. I, I had such a big problem with Winona Ryder. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I agree with that. It was terrible. Do you even watch it, Will? No. I think so. And then uh, we watched Heathers the other day. Have you guys seen Heathers? No, I've never heard of Heathers. It's like one of the dark comedies. I don't know if it probably wasn't the first, but it's one of the dark comedies that people point to. It's her and uh, what's his name? Christian Slater. And they like kill people at their high school. It's from the 80s, I think, 89 or something this like that. This is what? Winona Ryder again? Yeah. It's what? Winona Ryder again? Yes, yeah, she's in it. Um, she's just a terrible actress, I've decided. What about Beetlejuice? I, I think you're just focusing on the wrong things there. The only thing she's good at is shoplifting. <laughs> she's not even good at that. No, because she got caught. Caught, caught yeah. <laughs> good point. Touche. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, Winona Ryder kind of ruined it. For... The first episode of Stranger Things I thought was awesome. Because it was a lot more, like, 80s vibe. And I feel like they got away from that a little bit as the episodes wore on. Maybe. Um, I still li- don't get me wrong. I still like that. I just I wasn't in love with it. <laughs> but because it was so successful, <coughs> probably put more money and time behind season two. So maybe it'll touch on the things uh, I liked more. I doubt it. I'm. I just don't think it could be as good for me. But I'll watch it for sure. Well, it did seem like there were some loose ends at the end there. Yeah, I know, but I just don't trust them to do it well. Yeah. Yeah. So. I actually didn't love the ending. I didn't either. That was my only complaint. Yeah. But that's my complaint with a lot of TV shows. Like, everybody loved the Breaking Bad ending, and I was like, what? This is... I didn't like it. Uncharted, same thing. I didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe I expect too much at the end yeah what had a really good ending in your opinion rudy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it really did though you're right oh shit that had a great ending i don't know i'm not enough of a, a movie buff uh i was a big dawson's creek fan in the day and that was the ending that spurned me the most i hated the I'm ending still too. pissed off about that ending yep that show should have ended. I can't remember because uh, I introduced my wife to that because she's younger than me, so she I don't think she'd really delved into it. Uh, and I can't remember if it was season three or four where it should have just ended. I find every time I go back and watch a show, I find a season where I'm like, it should just stop right here. That happened with me with Breaking Bad the second time I watched it too. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you? Did you feel like The Office should have ended with Jim and Pam's wedding? Uh, it could have been fine if it did, but I never saw an episode of that show I didn't like. Exactly. Good answer. So, that was a good ending. Yeah. The Office. 
Yeah, that had a pretty good ending. Michael, so you bad. came. When people say that show was bad after Steve Carell, I just want to hurt somebody. Oh my god, it's great. I mean, it was a little different, maybe. Will Ferrell, I didn't think, was all that great, but like, there's enough great characters to carry it through. Yeah. You know? If And if you watch, like, I don't think Ed Helms gets enough credit for Andy Bernard. Oh my god. No. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. The Nerd Dog is one of the classic television characters ever. Yeah. It's right yeah, up there with Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. I just watched the episode where they launched Dunder Mifflin Infinity and Dwight is competing with the computer to make more sales uh-huh. and Andy is like his biggest cheerleader and yeah. his dances he does when he gets up are oh, so funny. God. I was dying. Jesus, what a great show. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it for my nibble bits, Dan. Okay. Uh, I got a couple quick ones. So there's a company that's working on a solution, I guess, to the wire problem with the HTC Vive. It's a Bulgarian tech company called Quark VR. Uh, they're working on a wireless prototype. I guess it's something that you attach to both your computer and the actual headset uh, that transmits all the data wirelessly between the PC and the Vive so that you don't have to have a bunch of cords hanging off of you when you're trying to play VR games. Um, they're... Is it... What? Go ahead. Is it through the network or Bluetooth or... It's its own special. It's its own, it's its own special thing, yeah. Um, it's it's a type of Wi-Fi, but what they're working on being able to keep the high fidelity visuals of of that, but also keeping the latency down, because uh, obviously you can't have late any latency or hardly any latency when you're playing games that are actually like right in your face, because um, you're more likely to feel that than you are like sitting on a screen, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the big challenge. Uh, no, they're not even sure if, if it's going to come to fruition, but it's something they're at least working on, um, which is good. Who would have thought like that would be one of the biggest complaints about wireless? Well, I, wireless, I get uh, it. And it's specifically VR. with the, with the Vive, because it's, it's one that you're meant to get up and move around with, with the wall, yeah. wall sensing things and stuff. Uh, so, I mean, I get it, but I didn't it's, even, it's like, it's hard. not something I ever even thought of though. And sure. it's like, Oh, got to worry about those wires getting yeah. in the way. Yep. Uh, I know the at least for now the Oculus Rift is more of a stationary type of thing, a uh, little bit of movement. But yeah, the the Vive is whole room. You know, you basically need to have a Vive room in your house with nothing in it. So there's that. Uh, and then my other nibble bit is that PlayStation Now is now available on PCs. Uh, I had heard that. It required a DualShock 4 controller, but apparently that's not the case. Apparently, oh, it doesn't. No, uh, which was going to be my, that was my hang-up about it. I'll I'll try it, uh, yeah. but I don't have a DualShock 4 anymore, so I was just going to like not worry about it. But yeah, p- apparently some people have gotten it working with uh, like an Xbox 360 controller. So, dang, yeah, no, I I was going to have the trial tried for this yeah. episode because you can do the seven-day free trial. Yep, uh, but I didn't because it. I had read that you needed a DualShock 4. Yeah. I don't even know if the, that you if there's like a specific workaround you have to do. I think it like some people said it just, it just works. works. So That's so that's, that's what they should. I mean, that's how it should be in my well, opinion. Yeah. Sure. Who's going to go out and buy a DualShock 4 just for PlayStation now? Like I don't as know. If they, somebody needed another hang up <laughs> to do PlayStation 4 now or PS now. Sure. 
aside from the cost of it, you know? Yeah. yeah I'd be interested. Like, I kind of want to go back and play Nino Kuni again. Yeah. There's a few games on there they that just I want to try. That. Yeah, there's a couple. Definitely. Handful. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Uh, Will, how's your week? Ooh, me first, Dan. Yeah, you first. Well, I guess I could talk about the thing that happened uh, that we can all talk about uh, was that our local Little League team won the Little League World Series. Yep. Which is so cool. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't believe that. That was insane. Yeah, I, I'll say that uh, I was listening to, I think, was it the last game? Yeah, I listened to the last game, mostly on the radio. And they were saying that there's 7,000 teams that start the Little League World Series, that start the, the tournament. Uh, so the our Endwell, local Endwell Little League team uh, is the best out of 7,000 Little League baseball teams. We should say, Dan, you live in Endwell. Uh, yeah, the Thumbstick Athletes podcast was birthed in Endwell, New York. Origin, the origins. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I live in Endwell. Uh, yeah. I moved from Endwell. Yes. That's where I was. Yep, Eric was in Endwell, down the street from me, actually. Yep. I also lived <laughs> in Endwell at one point. Will's going to sue him, I imagine. Huh? I, I pretty much lived in Endwell for a little bit with Corey. Oh, that's right, yeah. And our father coaches over there. And, and went to school there. Grew up yeah. there. Wow. Crazy. We basically so, are the reason they won. I well, think. I, I, I didn't want to sound like I was taking credit, but yeah, I'm taking credit for it. You deserve credit, Dan. Thank you. But um, yeah, uh, it's just it's just crazy because uh, I don't know. Uh, that, that, like I remember, especially being younger, uh, like in the summer, that's what I watched was the Little League World Series. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I have very vivid memories of when Chris Drury played for the Connecticut team. Back in the late '80s, you guys remember that? I don't. You guys probably don't remember that, but I don't. Uh, I wasn't alive, but there's that. I, one. I used to watch it, but I don't remember that. Okay, that was. I think it was in the late '80s, so I was probably six or seven, maybe. Was there some scandal in the Little League World Series years ago about yeah. some kid being too old? Danny Elmonte. Yes, that's yep. what I remember. Yep. That was in the. I think that that was in the early 2000s. I okay. think. Uh, yeah, he he ended up being a couple years older than you needed to be. <laughs> he was like the best pitcher, huh? Oh, he was a super good pitcher. I think he was two he or was three... a couple years older. Yeah, I think he was two or three years older than you were supposed to be. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, like, and the, at the age that I like, because I, I never played the 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 all stars baseball is what we call it here. I never played that because I never wanted to have my summers dominated by baseball. Not that our Newark Valley team would have gone anywhere when we were growing up, but you were a catcher, is that right? I was a catcher in, uh, uh, um, in yeah, in little league baseball. But this would have been, I guess, modified, okay. or right before modified. Um, I played uh, outfield in, in when I played okay. one year high school baseball. Uh, but I yeah, put a halt to my career in little league at, at first base. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, it's just such like an incredible accomplishment for for the for yeah. them to to do that. And Dan and I took in the victory parade. Yep. Uh, Monday, when uh, when the kids came home, the we had some local police officers that drove down to Williamsport. It's only two and a half hours away. It's not that far away where they have the 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 tournament. And they ha- had a police escort all the way from Williamsport back to 
back back here back to Endwell, and then they started the parade like as as the bus came back into town and yeah me and eric and my kids and, and eric's mom went and and watched because my grandma only lives a couple of minutes away from where the where the parade was i do too but it was just easier to go to my grandma's so i watched too guys yeah you watched on the internets yeah facebook live yeah uh, you know i was a little disappointed with one thing in the parade what's that I really wish they had let the kids off the bus and like onto yeah. the fire trucks or something. Yeah, on the back of a. You couldn't in, even see the kids; like the back, they were in a big, darked out bus. Yeah, like, have them sit in the back of a pickup or something. Yeah. What movie do you think they were watching on the bus? Don't know. Rookie Rudy. of the year. Rookie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy. Feel the dreams. Baseball Sandlot, movie. Sandlot for sure. Sandlot. 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 Got to remember where they came. Bad news bears. I had to remember where they came from. Bad news bears. Yeah, it was it was cool. Other than that, though, it was, it was really neat. Yeah, I got annoyed with the people hating on him. Who was hating on him? I'm not gonna say a name, but somebody was saying that they didn't understand why it was such a big deal. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, and uh, I'm gonna give one hint. He's one of my friends. We have borrowed video games from him <laughs> numerous times. Uh. What's his, also, what's his issue with the with that? I don't know. I Out think of it's seven thousand teams, they're the best one in the entire world. How's that not a big deal? Well, that was said, and he said they didn't play seven thousand games. They played like five, and I said they played like fifty to get into twenty four to get in to the little league world the, series. Just ask, is the Super Bowl is who wins the Super Bowl? Is that a big deal? Like because that's no and because they don't play every team no. Yeah, and then the follow up was, uh, what was the exact quote? Was something like, "So whoever wins the Stanley Cup this year, it's not going to matter because they didn't play every team in the playoffs." Yeah, not a big deal. Oh, the follow up was, uh, they got a couple lucky bounces. It's not like they dominated any of that's the game. Sports, like yeah, that's sports. how it happens. Like, well, yeah. the thing yeah. is, is they they only game that they could have lost was the championship game. Yeah, and but they didn't. Uh, those and pitchers were fantastic. Yeah, like tell me that the, the pitchers didn't dominate. Come on, they maybe absolutely the thirteen did. ten game. Sure. Did you guys watch the press conference after the game? No, oh, they're painful. Yeah, they're real painful. <laughs> like a reporter yeah. would ask a kid a question, and he'd be like, he'd like look at the coach and be like, "What do I say?" All you could <laughs> see was his braces. Yeah, sure. <laughs> fucking champion that's it's an awkward phase for for a kid you know oh yeah it's just i i can't even imagine being in that position just can't you know so good man i can't believe somebody would say that's not a big deal that's a crazy big deal i know blew my mind i forget that and i i guess they're 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 doing a lot of the the, like making the rounds like they're going to be uh they went to the Mets game they're going to be on some morning show they're going to the Yankees show. game you know yeah, like show. what was I just going to say school Shit. of champions I lost it oh like they have no business winning that honestly like baseball is so huge over in Asia yeah they have no business winning that asia south america like there's a lot yeah. of places where oh, baseball yeah, is a bigger deal south america yeah we just have no business winning that yeah well the u.s team does not win that often 
Oh, uh, spe- especially lately. I think in the last like 15 years, they've might have won it three or four times. Yeah. Not very much. And a much. team from New York had once in the 60s, right? Yeah, 1964, yeah. I think. Wow. It's so. a big deal, That's I, th- I think. Well, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, our dad coaches four of the kids in uh, modified football. It, he was telling me, though, that they would, like, their parents called and were, yeah. like, so apologetic. Like, oh, he can't. He's not going to be at practice. Like, we're so sorry. It's like, it's it's fine. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. This is literally like, he's off the team. <laughs> Get him out of here. I, I, t- I told dad to try and give some of the kids baseball pointers when they when they got to practice. <laughs> you know, you guys play great, but I just I saw something in your swing I think we could work on. Choke up on that bat a little bit. Yeah. Just so you know, next year the rule is: if you don't practice, you don't play. <laughs> and then I got, and then I got sad because that person, that coach, is probably out there somewhere that would have done oh, something like that. You know, he's out there. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, it was just, it was really cool. Um, I don't know. It's once in a lifetime, literally once in a lifetime opportunity. For Absolutely. Them. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Will. Anything else? Um, the grandparents came to visit, which is cool. I hadn't seen them in a while. It's always good to see the grandparents, uh, even though they infringed on my Deus Ex time. Darn them. I know, right? Uh, and the only other thing is I started school, uh, this week. boy. Yeah, I really like my schedule, so, and I think, I know I'm going to get a couple A's this semester. It's just the one class, my math class, is going to be the determining factor. Okay. I really don't want to have to retake it. So, because I'm trying to get out of Broome by the end of the year or next year, I guess spring semester. So, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Hey, I that's it. I'm proud of you, Will. And the reason I needed your school email is because I'm going to sign up for Adobe Creative Cloud. Oh. Mm-hmm. Get this, it's $50 a month as a civilian, $20 a month as a student. Oh, still, that's okay. a lot. Okay. Just yeah. using Will left for, and right around here. For a student? Poor yeah. college student? Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. To be honest, Corey, I didn't know what my school email was until the other day because I'm in a freshman planning class. Uh, I'm far from a freshman Did at you, the local I, community I, college. I, I, I'm assuming you chose your email address because it's Will Dog. <laughs> no, it's Mirtha WG. Oh, Mirthog. I thought it was Mirthog. Can you change it to Will Dog D A W G? Did it autocorrect? I thought it said Mirthog. Maybe I just read it wrong. Is that why you laughed when I sent it? I was like, well, it's not that funny. <laughs> Let me see. Nope, you're right, Mirthog. <laughs> Thought yeah, said it's your dog. It's it's your last name and then um the first, first and middle initials. initials. Yeah. So yeah, no, I did I did not pick it. That's it for me, I guess. I don't know. I got really nothing else. Okay. Eric, what do you got? I know you did some fun things. Um Yeah, so I was I wasn't on last week, right? Nope. Was nope. No. Okay. So I've been gone for a week. Uh, it was Justin, my buddy Justin, who he's been on the podcast, right? Yeah, he was on our Skyrim episode. On. Early on, yeah. Uh, so he's getting married next month. So it was his bachelor party weekend this past weekend. 
so that was Thursday to Sunday morning. Um, we rented a cabin up in Cooperstown. It's called Bayside Inn and Marina. Um, and so we kind of had a little house to ourselves, and uh, it was a good time. There was probably about eight of us there. Uh, Justin's brother-in-law, super good guy. He He's one of those people that um, he just makes you feel stupid when you talk to him because he knows a lot about a lot of different things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, like, he brews his own beer. He's a hunter, and he brought all of this meat that he had hunted. He brought his own beer for us and kegs that he had brewed, which was really fucking good. And I'm not a beer drinker, so that's saying something. Um, uh, the coolest part for me was because he's like this burly, like, hunter-type guy. So I, would, I was not expecting what happened. Uh, Justin kind of a nerdy guy uh always played video games and magic and things like that we were sitting around drinking and justin's like man you know, it'd be so awesome if we had brought some magic cards with us and his brother-in-law goes well i was saving this for later but daddy went shopping what? and he brought out all these magic cards like that's awesome so what we did was a a, a deck uh draft yeah so each of us had 10 packs of cards booster packs we opened the, the packs up and made a deck of, like, you know, 60 cards minimum, I think it was. Um, and just had a tournament based off of those cards. And uh, we ended up playing Magic, like, throughout the weekend here and there, you know, when we were waiting for everybody to get around and shit like that. Um, I came in second in the tournament. His brother-in-law ended up winning. But the coolest part was he knew all the rules, and I did not expect him to be a Magic player. But as it turned out, like, he was a gamer and, like, played Magic growing up and played D&D, and he knew what Rifts was. Nice. Don't you hate those fucking guys? No, you know, at first I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> he knows way too much. Yeah. But by the end of the weekend, I was like, guy can't help but like him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know God, exactly he just, what you mean. He provided so much for us. Like, he brought a ton of food. He cleaned up after us. Like, just such a nice guy. And, uh, but yeah, we had a great time. We played a shit ton of Magic, which was really fun. I made a, um, red and black deck mm-hmm. um, any goblins I had a few goblins I, I don't I don't know like you know about making a goblin deck or anything like that I just kind of picked some cards that I thought were cool and might work well together um, like I said I came in second his brother-in-law ended up getting a planeswalker in one of his booster packs that was like fucking ridiculous and he was able to wipe everybody out pretty easily uh, but I only lost two matches throughout the weekend and one of them was against him, so I did pretty well. Nice. Um, we're all planning on fine-tuning our decks and playing again uh, when we reconvene for Justin's wedding uh-huh. next month. Uh, I'm not going to fine-tune. I'm just going to go in with what I got because it seemed to work pretty well. Um, played a lot of poker, which I haven't done in quite some time. Mm, yeah. We played two long poker games. I ended up winning both of them. Wow. Um, nice. And I'm not, I've never been a great poker player. I always used to lose, but... Uh, it was cool. The second one was for money. We each pitched in like five bucks or whatever, so that was fun. Um, found a super good diner up there. If you're ever in the Cooperstown area, it's called Cassidy's. I would even say the food rivals the Broadway diner in really? Endwell. You shut what? your mouth. I, I'm telling you. I shit you not. Nice. It was what so good. What about the ambiance? Yeah, I mean, it's just like a <gasps> shitty little country diner, man. <sighs> Fantastic. It's it's such a like shitty little country diner. There was even like an old guy there that fell like coming in. Mm. You know, it had everything you'd look for in like a local diner. Uh-huh. 
Who was in the kitchen? Was it a meth head? Yeah, there was a pretty rough looking <laughs> girl in the kitchen. Uh, the one waitress took a real liking to Justin's best man, so that was fun to make fun of him about all weekend. Uh, she gave us, she actually gave us a recommend. We just named her Cassidy because we assumed her that was her name. Uh, she gave us a recommendation about uh, a dinner place to go to that night, which we took, an uh, Italian place called Boca. So we went there, and we ended up getting this this waiter who's probably about Will's age, um, right off the bat. Right off the bat, this is the joke he makes. We ordered calamari and a cabrese salad. Somebody ordered those appetizers. He brings them out, and Justin's brother-in-law, Pete, goes, oh, this is the nicest-looking caprese salad I've ever seen. And he goes, you ought to see the chef toss a salad. And winks at him and walks away. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that set the tone for the rest of the dinner. Oh, man. It was nice. nothing but that for the rest of the dinner. And it was great. He was, like, making jokes about where to find illegal drugs around the town. And, like, oh, my God, it was fucking hilarious. Pete, so... <laughs> We took care of him. He got a nice tip. Nice. Um, but that was cool. It was, it was a really good time. We had fun. Um, you went to the brewery, right? Yeah, Almond Gang Brewery is fucking nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Holy shit. We, uh, we were going to take a tour. We ended up not doing that. We just went to – we got a tasting. Uh, that was really cool. The guy that did the tasting was awesome. Uh-huh. Super nice guy. There's just a ton of people there. I, I bought a couple of souvenirs, got a glass and a magnet for the fridge. Um, there are a couple beers I really liked. The Rare Voss. Yeah, yep, was that's good. my favorite. Yeah, Justin and I one. both love that. That's the glass I got. Yep. And um, Hennep- Hennepin? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So those were the two that I really liked. Um, so Amagang was really cool if you go up there. It's, it's really nice. I mean, yep. I haven't been to a ton of breweries, but that's easily the nicest one I've been to. Yep. Um, did you guys do a tour of that when you were up there? Yeah. Yeah. It was the tour. Eh. It was. Yeah, it was, okay. was sciency. Yeah. Somebody suggested the girl that was giving us the tour was stoned out of her mind. I didn't get that vibe. I, I just thought either. she was kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> it was very she had really short hair. Very scientific. Um, I don't remember if she she didn't have Gla- short hair, right? Glass, she had blonde, I don't remember glasses, long blonde hair, and glasses. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we didn't end up taking a tour. But we had to get on a waiting list for the tasting for like an hour and a half. Oof. So we went to a real small brewery near there called, I think it was like Cooperstown Brewing Company or something. Oh, uh, yeah. We yeah. There, yeah, we went and did a tasting there. Far less organized, which was fine. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and we played like cornhole. They had this back room with cornhole and this giant Connect Four board. So we did that while we waited, which was cool. Um you know, the thing I took away from the weekend is that it was good to know I'm not the only one that needs a couple days to recover from a heavy night of drinking. Sure. Because mm. we went after it pretty hard the first night, and that was pretty much it. The rest of the weekend, we kept talking about how hammered we were going to get. We never did. No. <laughs> no. It's just, I just, I felt pretty good. The, the, the next morning after the heavy drinking, I felt pretty good. I was the first one awake, and then Justin came out because he actually threw up, which is what he should. Yeah. Um. But man, we went golfing, and as the day wore on, in that fucking heat, oh, <laughs> I was, I was, we were both in rough shape. You just want to take a nap in the air conditioning. Oh you know? man, it was brutal. But uh, my golf game was so bad, so bad. 
but that's all right. I had a good time at least. Nice. There you go. Time out on a golf course. I'm, I'm disappointed, Eric. You were only 45 minutes for me, and we didn't get to hang out. Is it really that close? That's it. Yeah. Fuck if I'd have known that. <laughs> I mean, I know you had things going on. That's why. Good job, Eric. <laughs> Sorry, bruh. <laughs> I hung out with Eric. And I'm the most le- yeah, least. I'm the most least likely person to hang out with anybody ever. So, it's true. Got to see Dan yeah. and the children. Dan, your children are very well behaved. Yeah, I know. I run a tight ship. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. I got to see mom. I, I ended up watching the uh, last game of the Little League World Series at my mom's friend house because they had us up for dinner. I got to my mom's house after the weekend with Justin and those guys, and like I got to my mom's, and she goes, "Hey, you know the neighbor wants us to come up for dinner." And I go, "I gotta take a nap before I do anything." It was like one thirty. I go, "I'm go- I gotta lay down." Yeah. Uh, but we went up to the to the neighbors to the heir's house and had dinner, watched the the last game of the World Series, got treated to some seafood, which was pretty nice. Um, but yeah, it was cool to be home, but I like Virginia a lot. Uh-huh. I like being in Virginia, so I'll be back in September for almost a week for the wedding. Nice. I think that's about it, Dan. Okay. What do you got, Corey? Uh, just quickly, I watched the Final Fantasy 15 movie, King's Glaive. How is it? It's so bad, but I loved it. <laughs> okay. I think that's the consensus on it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's really bad. <laughs> and I was reading like critic reviews and stuff and I'm like why would you even subject yourself to something like this you know as a, like a critical reviewer of movies a couple of people that you could tell kind of had some passing familiarity with video games sort of nailed it they're like it's not good but it serves its purpose as a marketing tool for Final Fantasy 15 sure. and I could not agree more with that because after I watched that movie and I also watched uh, the first two episodes of the anime series Brotherhood uh, I can't wait to play Final Fantasy 15 what a letdown that's going to be huh well I had just said last week how there are no games I'm like really <laughs> looking forward to in the fall and now that's yeah. one of and them now I've got one that's the only one huh that's it Save, I mean, kinda. But I didn't. I don't know. Sometime it's... we sh- we need to have a talk on this podcast about the state of our video game habit. I think that'd be I a think... good good talk. I to think have. you and Corey need to have that conversation. No, because it would just be one sided. It would just true. be me and Corey saying the same thing to each other. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't think right now is the time, but I think it's a, a good it, talk. It just Next be me and episode. you in an echo chamber, Eric. <laughs> I the thing is is that I I don't maybe we shouldn't get into it but I it's not even that I don't like video games, like I have a list of video games in front of me that I want to buy, yeah, but I full well know that the likelihood of me playing a lot of these games is pretty slim right now. Yeah. Yep. So that kind of I think takes me out of it. You know what I mean? It's not even that I don't like video games because like of course I want to play them. Yeah. But Rocket League, it's just perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I stopped playing Rocket League is so I could play something else every now and again. What am and I gonna worked. do when the player base goes away? I don't think it ever will. No, I hope not. I think you're good. You're set for a long time until I Rocket thought League about that today. Out. Thought about that today in the car, and I nearly had a stroke. What would I do? <laughs> yeah, 
I think Corey's right. I think you're good there. I think it's gonna it's gonna be around for a while. You'll be all right. All right. Uh, but anyway, Kingsglaive. Uh, wow. It's pretty bad. It's, yeah, but the <laughs> spectacle is awesome. Like it's really cool to look at. They do some big things with motion capture. Um, it's so it's like animated in the mocap is the big the biggest part of the animation. Uh, so it's like it kind of sometimes looks real, but it's not. So they can do a lot, like movement wise. Um, so like Lena Haiti is the Princess Luna. Lena is that how you say her name, Dan? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, she's the Princess Luna, but it doesn't really look like her. Um, and I don't know if she actually went in to do the mocap. I doubt it. I bet they had another actress do it, and she just did the voiceover. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's fascinating. And I kept thinking about Dark Souls because the main bad guy is this dude who's like clad in this huge armor, and he's fighting like this little dude. Uh, Nyx is his name, and it's just it's like the animation and and spectacle of the whole thing is just awesome but at the same time it's just so bad like a lot of people complain that they couldn't understand the story i didn't have that problem uh partly because i've kind of known what final fantasy 15 is about just from osmosis doing this podcast and you know talking about our fall games previews and stuff like that um so i kind of followed what was going on in the story but it was just like the way things were paced and like it was just like not triple a hollywood quality stuff uh, it made me think of the what was the advent children was that the final fantasy movie that was really yeah. bad there's that one in spirits within too i think spirits within was good was it and advent children was bad i can't remember which was which uh but it, it reminded me of that whichever one was the bad one i can't really remember now uh, but the setup is that the king's glaive is like the king's guard in game of thrones it's a set number of soldiers that are set sent to protect the king and uh they are agreeing to it's a little bit of a spoiler for final fantasy 15 but from what we already know all this based on what they put out there the nilfheim is the evil empire and they agree to a treaty with the last remaining kingdom uh, in this world that still has a crystal and when nilfheim shows up uh, to agree to this treaty, things don't really go as planned, and it's up to the king's glaive, who's the king's guard, to save it. And that's what the movie follows: is the there's a six or seven of these king's glaive soldiers that it that it follows. Uh, but it does a really good job of getting you amped for Final Fantasy 15. So if you're the least bit interested in Final Fantasy 15, definitely watch it. Uh, if you're not, you could probably still watch it, but it's not like you're not going to want to sit down with your cinema friends and watch Final Fantasy, whatever it's called, King Glaive, because uh, it's bad. But you can still enjoy it mm-hmm. as a video game person. Okay. But yeah, I also watched the first two episodes of Brotherhood. That's better uh, in terms of... They're only like 12 minutes long, so they're shorter, uh, but they're better like... They're better animes than King's Glaive is a movie, if that makes sense. Uh, so there's that. That's pretty much been my week. Oh, I also I, I talked about last week. I had bought my new modem and wireless router. Uh-huh. Uh, I finally set up set them up, and noticed very little increase in quality of my wireless network in the apartment. It's enough of a improvement that things work now, but I'm still not thrilled 
you know, after spending $120 on upgrading sure. my home network. You uh, got it's not much better. Got to figure out a way to get your router more centrally located. Well, that's the thing. Um, all that's all we need is a little bit of a longer. We have a we have two fifty foot cables, but that's too big. That's gotcha. too much cable. I yeah. mean, I guess we could shorten it. I guess. Uh, but all we need to do is get it from this room that I'm in into the kitchen, which is the next room over. And yeah. I think it would be perfect. That yeah. would be plenty. You could probably tuck the Ethernet cable well enough that you'd barely notice it. Run it along yeah. floorboards or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I had a lot of fun setting it up, though, because I went down the rabbit hole of, like, hacking your <laughs> home modem and stuff like that in uh, the, the broadcast channel. In the in the U.S., you can only go through, like, 1 through 11. Yeah. But in, uh, like, European, or not European, uh, Asian countries, you can go up to 14. Really? And I was reading about, like, how to hack your home router to go to channel 14. Because uh, ideally what you want to do is you want to broadcast on a channel that all the Wi-Fi networks around you aren't broadcasting on. Yeah, so they don't interference. Um, and everybody sets theirs up for 1 or 11. And uh, I found out that most people around me have them set up for one and 11 so i ended up yeah. setting mine at six which is right in the middle uh which kind of worked out and helped things a little bit but uh i was reading about how to how to set it at 14 uh everything i was reading was like you you can do it um and nobody's really gotten in trouble for it but it's one of those things that's like is it worth it you know right in case the, the fcc comes like it is driving by and picks up on a yeah. Channel. So I guess in the in the U.S. it's restricted for aviation. Oh. It's an aviation channel. Yeah, you don't want to screw with that. Yeah. So there you go. Well, what's the benefit? To put it on channel fourteen. Yeah. Zero interference. Zero. Nobody else is on channel fourteen. No, I know, but what I mean, if no one else around, because I, I I do that too. Like like you, everyone in my area is one or eleven. So is yeah. that that's that might be more of a problem in like bigger cities, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like around me, there's not too many networks that pop up. I do the network scanner thing, and it yeah. tells you what channel people are broadcasting yep. on. Um, and at the most, like I see like five different yep. channels, that's and they're on one or eleven, five or six. But I can remember when I was in Brooklyn, I when I did that, I would see like thirty some channels, yeah, or thirty some broadcasts. And in there, you're channels. they're bound to be on channel other than one or 11 you know there's probably only a couple of them but they're there they will be there they're yeah they're all over one to 11 so if yeah. you if you if you hack your modem to tell it uh to or your your modem you hack your router, router to tell yeah. it to broadcast from channel 14 you will have likely no interference other than people who have also hacked their router which is rare right uh or you know if there's some aviation something or other going on uh-huh uh, so it was fun, but like I said, it's enough. Now I can uh, run my Plex server from my computer, and my Xbox can play it perfectly, which is pretty much all I cared about. And uh, we're not, like, constantly getting dropped from Xbox Live and, like, Netflix when we're on the Wii U and stuff like that. So uh-huh. it's just enough of, of an improvement. Um, it's still kind of slow in our living room, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Anything else? No. Okay. Uh, I just have a couple quick food things. I tried the Whopperito. Oh, how was that, Did Dan? you bastard. Eh. I went to Burger King, and I didn't. I elected not to get that. It's okay. Um, you're better off just getting a Whopper. If, if you want a Whopper, just get a Whopper. Uh, if you want a burrito, a crappy burrito, go to Taco Bell. Like, 
there's really not it, it's it's okay i'm not gonna say it's it's bad but it's really like what's the point you know no I'm reason with you, dan no reason uh not to hijack your week but while we're on the topic uh-huh. i uh i had a real shitty day on monday uh in tuesday i didn't work until three i had to work the night shift that night and i was in a real shit mood and my girlfriend was working lunch, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to Taco Bell and cheer myself up and finally get the uh, Triple Double Crunch Wrap. Uh-huh. So I go to Taco Bell. They don't sell it anymore. So I went for the Cheesy Core Burrito, which is their new thing. Yep. Uh, and that was just meh. You know, it was fine. Nothing uh-huh. special. So I was like, all right, how can I make up for this? Oh, I'll go to McDonald's and get a milkshake. I've wanted a milkshake for a long time. I was like, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get there. They're going to tell me their milkshake machine is broken. Because that always happens when I try to get a milkshake sure. from McDonald's. Uh, I order, and to my surprise, they don't tell me it's broken. I'm like, all right, great. I pull up to the window. She comes out, and she's like, our milkshake machine is broken. Do you want something else? And I'm just like, you know what? I just, I want to, give me a gun so yeah. I can shoot myself and just. And the misery of these couple of days. Yeah, because go grab the grease from the fire and just pour it over my head. You try to make yourself feel better with food, and you, you run into all these issues when you're trying you to do that. Fail at that. So I ended up getting an Oreo McFlurry, which is fine, but yeah. it's not what I wanted. Sure. Um, but yeah, that was my food experience. I hear ya. Uh, the only other thing uh, I tried all these energy drinks, Gridlock, and then they have a, a, a Red Bull clone called red thunder the, yeah. the red thunder is shockingly close in flavor and everything to red bull it's amazing it's just missing a little hint i think of of the aftertaste sweetness that the mm-hmm. red bull has it's a slightly more bland uh but it like if you did a blind taste test i bet you would have a hard time discerning the difference between red bull and and all these red thunder Red um, Thunder and vodka. It's always been Corey's drink. Red Thunder <laughs> and vodka. <laughs> Red Thunder and Nikolai. Yeah. Um, and then the gridlock Martins. is is supposed to be more along the lines of like Monster. Yeah. Uh, I I I've been wanting to get the low carb ones. I try to drink the the ones that aren't full of a ton of sugar. You know. Um, yeah. But I tried the regular one, and I do like the gridlock flavor a lot better than the regular Monster. I haven't tried right. the low carb one yet, but. Yeah. Okay. It's surprisingly and, good. So, are you gonna are you gonna be a gridlock guy or a red thunder guy? Uh, both. I'll have both. Interchange them. Yeah. Um. Because when the mood strikes. Yeah, yeah. Because you know these are more of a slow burn thing, whereas the the little Red Bulls are. You know, if if I just want to get a shot of energy, I'll just chug one of those. But how about those prices, huh? Oh, the that's fantastic. I think. A uh, four pack of Red Thunders two fifty, whereas a four pack of eight ounce cans of Red Bulls like seven bucks. Yeah, it's not even close. There's just no reason to get Red Bull. You know. You know. Uh, do you guys have Stewart's in Binghamton? No. No. Oh. Stewart's has a proprietary energy drink. Yeah. It's pretty good. I wonder why Wegman's doesn't. I'm very surprised that they don't. Because that's the. It's not a. It, it's not a food you feel good about, Dan. Well, they're actually thinking about cutting soda. Really? Wegman's brand. Right. Because uh, oh. they have their own uh, uh, Gatorade thing, too, which is actually pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just surprised they don't have 
you know, energy drinks. But I mean, if they're getting rid of soda, that probably doesn't. I don't know if they actually well. will. They're right. Thinking about it. Right. I think that would cause a bit of an uproar. You think? Oh, they got rid of cigarettes. Yeah. They seem to care about that. It's different. Did you try a Aldi brand uh, or Aldi uh, Mama Cozy's pizza or pizza rolls? No, I will. Mm. Um, I'm trying to eat healthier again. Who knows how long it's going to last, but. Mm. I hear that. It usually lasts like a week or so. I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then you have a bad day. Yeah, and then it spirals into <laughs> then mul- you don't get your milkshake. multiple days of bad eating. Yeah. yeah, I hit the Broadway twice while I was up there. Nice. Bless it. Uh, all right, well, we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played and feedback in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 267 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in uh, what we played. Corey, I'm going to start with you. Abduction, let's hear about it. Um, yeah, so I played just briefly, maybe like an uh, hour and a half or so of Abduction just to hear what all the all the fuss was about. Uh, it's it's pretty good. It's it's a puzzle game. It's a lot. If you've played Mr. Riven, it's a lot like one of those. Yeah. It feels very similar. You even have the option to do like point and click instead uh-huh. of like free roam, which is how I played it. Right. It's more modern. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of settings you can alternate between to get that feeling of mist. And it does. It's like it feels like mist in a lot of different ways. There's uh, there's no other people. Well, there is, but it's like that full motion video. Uh, there's a dude. At least from what I've seen, there's a dude behind a door. And instead of it being like rendered in game, it's like a full motion video of an actual guy like acting, which is very missed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, um, but the setup's cool. You like you're on a campground somewhere. Seems like the Midwest or something. And this, you see this orb in the sky, and then you try to walk towards it, and then you get transported to this different. It's like a almost like a western old western mining town in this bubble that's surrounded by alien terrain. So it's really eerie. Uh, and it's, there's a lot of like, I, I haven't gotten that far, but there's a lot of uh, alien background to the huh. game. They talk about in the literature scattered in the, in the game world. There's a lot of talk about aliens and stuff like that. Um, but you're doing a lot of the same things you did in mist, like figuring out how to make something open or figuring out how to get something running so one of the first tasks I had to do was to get the power on. Uh, so I was running around this open area where there was like a gas pump and a train car with a generator on it. And you just have to figure out all on your own. It doesn't tell you what to do at all. You have to figure out all on your own how to get things running. Uh, so I had to like go to the fuel tank and pump that, run to the train car, turn on the primer, uh turn on the on switch and like do all this other stuff while following the cord back and forth to figure out where it was going to so you are you are using your brain quite a bit Uh, but there were too many times when i was playing it where i felt uh stuck in a way that just left me without any clues towards where to go sounds like like what's that sounds like mist Exactly, and and I love puzzle games, but when it's at that point where it's like I have literally no idea what to do, yeah, where to even begin, 
then that's when I stop playing. Gotcha. Uh, I actually I, I I looked at a tutorial a couple points just to figure out like not to figure out what to do, but like figure out where I need to go next. You know, to yeah. advance the next thing. Just because I I don't know I was just lost a couple different times. Uh, but it's really good. I mean, if you like Mist, if that's your style of game, definitely play it because it's 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 good at that. It looks beautiful, um, and you are doing all those same sort of things. So, yeah, I really liked Mist. I even read the books. There's oh, two you books. Did? Yeah, I have two book two Mist books on my bookshelf. They're good. Oh. I didn't even realize there was a book. Oh yeah. Um, it's cool. Speaking of puzzle games, Corey, any interest in the Turing test? Yes. Okay. I was going to bring that up in what we didn't play. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it then at that point. But yeah. All right. Anything else you play, Corey? No, that's it. It's just a very brief experience with Abduction. I don't know that I'll go back to it uh, just because there are better games to be playing right now and better puzzle games to be playing, uh-huh. like the Turing Test. Uh, but I think th- this definitely does appeal to a certain type of person who, who likes that sort of... Uh, uh, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? Sort of puzzle game where you are literally alone, and it's just like all up to you, no uh-huh. hand holding. Yeah, and Mist, um, the worlds are created by people writing in a book, and then you can go in, into the book and see how your world's doing, and then you go back out. It's almost like building a uh, a world with code, you know, that sort of thing. Huh. Cool. Yeah. All right. Will, did you play anything? Yeah, actually, I remember I played Pokemon Uranium uh, probably almost an hour, too. Uh-huh. Hmm. That is a very solid Pokemon game. Right? Like, it is pretty impressive, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. You could take um, away the, like, home, home, homemade aspect of it and, like, slap a uh, Game Freak or whatever, the Pokemon Company or whatever, label on it, and you wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> They yeah, should... definitely. Like, if you told me that this is, like, the new Pokemon game they're putting out, I would 100% believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not very far. It's kind of, it's a lot harder than I expected it to be. Like, the very first route of the game where you go from the first city is, like, triple the length of an original, like, Pokemon game first route and way more trainer battles on it. Like, I was surprised, and, like, the trainer battles, like, I had to heal after every one of them because, like, my Pokemon almost died every time. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely, like, a more harder version of Pokemon, and it's it's really cool, and like I said, I'm really impressed with what they were able to do. Uh, I want to play more of it. I wish I could play it on my phone, like yeah. Dan talked about with the tablet. Yeah, as soon as it goes on, like, someone figures out how to port it to either my phone or my tablet, I'm, I'm going to go go all in with Pokemon Uranium. Same here. Because um, I really do want to play more. It's This is technically, this is an indie game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two people. Yeah, about as it. indie as it comes. Perfect. It's going to win indie game of the year. <laughs> For the hour that you play. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, does no, that... Man's, does no Man's Sky count as an indie game? Yeah. But it has the, the backing of a big publisher. Then no. That's a it's a that's a question actually about a lot of indie games is like the definition of indie is becoming increasingly more uh, flexible. 
What about Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley would be considered indie. It made by that, one guy and indie. then Chucklefish. But that's a small it's a publisher, yeah. but it's a very small publisher. It's so would not... you consider Starbound an indie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. If kind of stupid question is that? <laughs> I mean, if Starbound was or uh, or not Starbound. Um, oh yeah, I guess Starbound works for it. But if it had been like develop like uh, Stardew Valley, you know, uh, developed by um, Concerned Ape, uh, but published by EA, then it would be like I don't know. It's like um, Unravel. I don't know if that would technically be considered an indie game. It's an indie studio, but it, like you said, it has the major publisher backing it. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough call. It is a tough call. Maybe we should change the name of the award. Yeah. To like, uh, small best, studio. Best little game that could. <laughs> sure. We when we're gonna that. name another award, like blah blah blah, that could. Didn't we? Isn't that already a category? Or we were going to no. name something else that? No, Will. God, oh, you two don't. You two don't even like games. You shouldn't even be in the awards this I year. I do so like games. <laughs> I like some games. You like one game, two Just games. Don't like to play them. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about Madden now. <laughs> I forgot about Madden. Um, I'm not going to talk about what Eric talked about already. Um because it would just be rehashing the same thing. So I'm going to talk about my experience with it. I actually really do like this year's Madden. Uh, it's a really solid game. I am really bad at running the ball, though. Like, I have no idea. I skipped a tutorial uh, on how to, like, do the new running game. I don't know if Eric knows it a little bit better. but What do you mean? Like, how to effectively run the ball, because I had 10 rushes for, like, 8 yards. I mean, I don't think there's much new to it necessarily i mean there's some button prompts that pop up i don't usually worry about them i guess uh-huh. sometimes i do i usually just hit whatever button i hit first and whatever juke that does i hope it works yeah um but i do like how the arrow kind of guides you and lets you know what direction you're running into yeah um but other than that now i've had a couple of pretty good runs mm-hmm. broke off a good long touchdown once i must just be really bad at it then could be. Because I really, really struggled with it. Um, but one of my, I guess the only complaint that I really have is, and it's probably the team that I've been playing as, is dropped catches. Well, my receivers, I play as the Titans because I like Marcus Mariota a lot. He's been my favorite college player since he's been playing in Oregon. So naturally, like I'm following him to the NFL a little bit. And I'm playing as the Titans, and I'll throw the ball. On a slant route, my guy will catch it, run about a yard or two, get tackled, drops the ball. It's either a fumble or a dropped catch. And I thought you said you got that figured out. I didn't, like, test the catching. It worked a little bit better. Like, I did, like, maybe three or four plays where, like, I manually caught the ball. Uh, and the only reason why it worked out better is because the player, instead of trying to auto-catching it and trying to get yards after catch... He focuses on catching it and dropping it to the ground, or dropping to the ground immediately. Yeah. Uh, so I had a little bit more luck with that, but it was just really frustrating because I had a lot of really nice plays like broken up because of that, uh, and it was really frustrating. I haven't had that issue. Apparently, they're putting a patch in to reduce the number of fumbles, but I also haven't had that issue. 
Okay, yeah, I didn't have very many fumbles either. Uh, it was just dropped catches. And, like, granted, I know some of it is my fault because I'm trying to throw the ball into triple coverage and, like, my <laughs> player is getting hit almost immediately. Yeah. Um, and I recognize that. They will drop the ball if that happens. Oh, every time. Yeah. And that's realistic. So, like, I understand that. But just some of the plays, I, they're, I'm, like, insane that they're dropping it. Mm. Um, but, like I said, I'm using the Titans receiving core. A lot to be desired I, there. I, I've really enjoyed my time with uh, with this year's Madden quite a bit. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you were you reminded me. I just texted Jeff and told him that we need to get our our league up and running. He's going uh, Giants. That's fine. That is I told fine him with you me. Told going to be the Titans. So yeah, that that's perfect then. I'm are we talking about fantasy that. sports? No. Oh. Corey, jeez. Um. That's, I guess that's it for me. I don't know, I didn't play a, to- a whole lot other than Deus Ex. Okay. Eric, what'd you play? Nothing, Dan. Just Rocket League. Rocket Same old League shit. Uh, recapturing your former glory, though, a little bit. Yeah, I had one really good game. Uh, usually when I have games like that, it's because the other team wasn't trying or they are arguing with each other or putzing around, but uh, it was a legit really good game. Um... See, I took a picture of it. Can't remember where did I get. Here we go. It's five goals, I think. Six goals, two saves, uh, twelve hundred and thirty points scored. So that was a good one. Nice. But you know, that's one out of how many. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't have mu- as much success in the other ones. No, that day I was playing really well. Okay. But uh, no, I'm, I've I've been playing okay overall. Okay. I'm happy. Good. A lot of salt on there, though. Oh, I bet. That's kind. Of, that's kind of why I stay away from it. Actually, I have found that a lot of people are calling those people out, even if they're on the other team now. Good, they that's should. Good. Yeah. Because you know, someone yeah. like me who plays once in a while, like I don't yeah. need, to, I don't need to hear that I'm bad. I know I'm bad. You know. Right. <laughs> well, it's also it's it's like your community's reputation too. If you're passionate about Rocket League, like you don't want those. Sorts of people, you know. Yeah, slandering, slandering the community. It could be a big article on one of the big gaming sites. You know that. Yeah. The behavior of Rocket League players, you know, like well, I, uh, like Dota and uh, League of Legends. Exactly. I was keeping for a while um, my shit list um, for Hearthstone, like mm-hmm. people that would do the emotes over and over again, like the sorry emote, which they got rid of, but like the shitty mean emotes when yeah. you're playing. I have a shit list. Nice. Oh, boy. You got, like, one of those I was bullied in high school lists, Corey? Yep. A little black book with names Do you cross them off with lipstick after you get revenge? <laughs> yep. Let me, uh, let me read you some names on my shit list. D- User Death Combo, who was a druid, who repeatedly recycled Kel'Thuzad and followed it by sorry spamming and well played. Sorry. Well played. Sorry, well played. Uh, I am Bo. I am Bot Program, a warlock for apologizing after killing each and every minion of mine. So, Corey, let me ask you this: <laughs> Is that the equivalent of like blowing somebody up in Rocket League and then saying sorry? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I've always thought of like Rocket League like different because friendly I shit feel, talk. Yeah. 
I feel like yeah. there's there's room for friendly shit talk in uh, Rocket League because it's like okay. it's competitive and it's like even though it's a video game, it has that like athletic. Yeah, What's it's it's got for? it's got prowess involved with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it takes skill. Exactly. Rather Whereas than just playing, just like constantly. Yeah, Hearthstone's like chess. Like, could you imagine chess masters like apologizing every time they took up yeah chess piece or something? Sorry, well played. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. Right. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that. Check out my elite Hearthstone skills with the Z. I re-downloaded Hearthstone on my phone after playing Magic this weekend. Nice. Hey, anytime you want to sit down and have a sesh, let's have a sesh. I need you to help me put a deck together. That's the first thing I need. Dude, they have deck recipes now. You don't need me. Yeah, but I like you better. Yeah, that's the thing, Corey. Wait, wait, wait. They're in the game, there's deck recipes. This isn't something I need to Google. Yeah. When so you I go just to click make a it deck. and it puts a deck together? When you go to make a deck, you pick your hero, and it will give you three deck recipes. And if you don't have all the cards that are in that recipe, it will suggest similar cards that you do have. Okay. Wow. Make... Now, see? That yeah. that might help me get into it. To make a competitive deck. That's part of I, my uh, issue. Now that we're talking Hearthstone, I play every week. I just don't talk about it every week. Uh, and I play almost every day. But somebody posted on Reddit this deck that they got to top 50 in North America using, and it was a hunter deck with only two creatures in it. Wow. Uh, two minions in it. One was Barnes, which is new with the uh, Party, at Karazhan, Car- Party at Karazhan expansion, um, or adventure, I should say. And what Barnes does is he summons a 1-1 creature from your deck. A, a 1-1 version of a creature that's in your deck. So if you only have Barnes and you only have one other creature, you're guaranteed to summon that other creature when you play Barnes. And the other creature is this 10-mana uh, card that that summons uh, another creature from your deck. So when you play Barnes, it will summon a 1-1 creature, that 1-1 creature from your deck, that then in turn summons the 10-10 creature from your deck. So you can play Barnes on turn turn four because he's a four cost minion, and he'll summon a one one version of this ten cost minion who will then summon the ten ten version of the ten cost minion on turn four. Wow, I like that. That's Did clever. That it's clever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Uh, that, and then it's just a bunch of hunter secrets after that. So you're just fucking with him the whole time. It's great, and it worked. I I played. Uh, it was the thirty first, which was yesterday. Because that was the end of the season. I was ranked 17. I didn't do much ladder stuff this month or last month. Uh, I was ranked 17, and I played for maybe an hour and a half and got to rank 14. So I was like 10 and three with that deck. Wow, cool. Yeah, I really I, I need to find some friends down here to play Magic. Really Ma- enjoyed that. Magic is do you awesome. Want my cards, Eric? No. I'll send them to you. The chances of me finding any friends down here. <laughs> Let alone friends that, <laughs> that play, play magic. magic. Yeah, pretty much slim to none. So sure. Okay. Anything else? For what we played? Yeah. Eric. Oh, I played more Enderall. We're, I thought it was where well, we were on Eric, weren't we? Did I? No. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, Eric said where. Rocket League. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, you could talk about Enderall. I played more Enderall. Nobody's made a single comment about my art gallery picture I sent you guys. Well, I, that's, well, that's because I mean, there was... I, wanted, I was in class. 
I was talking about somebody that just got shot. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to lighten the mood a little I bit. I wasn't sure if that's if you were trying to lighten the mood or you just were like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were going for, so I left it alone. I, and I, I wanted yeah. to talk about it on the podcast rather okay. than in our chat. Uh, that game is unbelievable. And, Will, please, will you please play it? I want to play it, but I, I don't want to have to fuck around to do it. You don't have to. It's pretty oh, easy. I do. We talked about it last week because Dan did it. It's super easy. Yeah. What do you do again? Because I don't remember. Zero fuckery. You say that. No, you just have to download the Enderall launcher, and when you download it and open it, it downloads everything and gets it all set up for you, and you just launch the game Which, from there. Even Dan describing it sounds it more, more difficult more complicated, than it actually yeah. is. Where is the launcher? See, I Googled, I Googled it, right? Yeah. And everything seemed sketchy. Get it from either Mod DB or uh, Nexus Mods. I think you have to have you an just, account. You can just download it from Sure AI. That's what I did. Yeah. The... Enderall.com? No, it would be from Sure AI is the developer. Yeah. Why not Here's... Enderall.com? Because yeah, I don't know what that is. That's what I thought, Will. It might be there. I don't know. But that's Here's Mod DB. This is where you got it, Dan? I got it off the torrent, but then you have to have a torrent manager but anyway That's i was playing Enderall and wandering through the giant city of arc which is beautiful and this woman comes up to me and she's like come see our art gallery hurry before it closes and i was like all right i'll go there and i got a quest pop-up that says like figure out why the art gallery needs to close uh, so I was exploring the art gallery, and that's what I sent you guys a picture of, and I thought it was awesome, but nobody said anything. So, well, I was impressed was, by the paintings because sweet. I don't, I don't think nice. they don't look like they were paintings that were in Skyrim. Any exactly. Of them. So if they put those in there, that's that's pretty impressive, right? Awesome. That was my thought anyway when I saw it. Yeah, it's real good. I bought a bunch of rhetoric books, which is like speechcraft, um, to get my speechcraft up. So that's cool. Yeah. I'd like to play it. I just, this whole thing is weird. I mean, it seems a little jank, janky. It's like side-loading stuff, but it's really, it's really easy. And You got to have Skyrim downloaded, too. I do have that. Gotcha. Needs to play it. Yeah. Skyrim is downloaded, but like... like... You mentioned it, Dan, last week, how it's just such a good value for even compared to games that are like $60 that are coming out and yeah. it's totally free. Like if I go to Nexus mods, right? Yeah. I typed in Enderall in the game search yeah. and it doesn't come up. If you fo- you can follow a link to uh Nexus mods or mod DB. I think you have to have to have an account with with those places. No, Eric, type yeah. into into a Google search sure yeah. like S U R E. Yep. AI mm-hmm. Enderall E N D E R A L the first hit will be where you can download it. Thank you. That's what I need is somebody to hold my hand while I put. <laughs> well, see I I couldn't download it from there, correct? I know that. I had to do the torrent. Mm. I downloaded it from the torrent too. Right, but you have to have a torrent manager, that's another step. But the Oh, do you have that, Eric? Probably what? not. Do you have, like, BitTorrent or uTorrent no. or anything like that? No. I have no idea what that is. <sighs> See? This is what I'm talking about. Fuckery. 
That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's why. That's why I sent him to Mod DB or Nexus Mods. Yeah, that makes sense. I apologize. That's well, that's all right. I knew this was gonna happen. I knew that yeah. was way too easy. Uh, on the Eric, website, I have BitTorrent, and I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> I can email you the file. Can I do that? I don't know. Sure. Can you? You really want? I can't because I don't have it anymore. I deleted the install file. Oh man, Corey. Fuck it, I'm just never going to play it. <laughs> there we go. This, this is the problem. It should is come... this an indie game? Enderall? It's a mod. Yeah. Yeah. It counts so how is Corey going to give it awards this year? Best mod of the year. It's an indie game. The little mod that could. It's not an indie game. Is it really an indie game when no. it uses assets from another game? No, it's a mod. Yes. No, it's a mod. It's an indie game. It's, it's a not, full game. I know it is, but it's a it's mm-hmm. a, they use the the Elder Scrolls the Skyrim uh, modding tools to to build it. That doesn't make any sense. It's we have tech... we have given games awards that have used assets from prior games. Like what? How about all the Mass Effect games? That yeah, their own that's games. Different. That's their games. Why is that different? Because it's it, it's it's Bioware using Bioware's assets to build their their games. It's not uh, a group of people. Games. That's Corey. It's, yeah, you're I, being, you're I, being I difficult under- to be difficult. I, here. You are. I'm not being difficult. I seriously think it should qualify as its own game. No, it it would. It's a mod. It's not. It's not an indie game. If it doesn't count because it's another developer. Using everything from another game, and you need but it's not using everything. You it's need to having have its own things, sure, and building its own universe, sure. But it, you you need to have Skyrim installed to play it, so it yeah. would be considered a mod. I could even I could I could see your point maybe if you didn't need Skyrim installed to play it, but you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. You can get around that. I don't know, Corey. It's not. You it's not. You can it's, get around it. It's not an indie game. I don't. I disagree. It's 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 a mod. I'm not disagreeing with Dan to get you angry, Corey. I don't think it should count for indie. I want to chime in here, if I may. Go ahead. Yes. Corey's right. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Eric. Absolutely. <laughs> Anything else? I hope that I hope that helped. <laughs> I think it did. I I don't know. This is uh, we should we should appeal to our listeners. Sure. Should a uh, thirty-two one hundred hour mod count as its own game, or should it not be eligible for awards because it's a mod? I understand that you would want to give it a award <laughs> when you. <laughs> That's such a bad. That's not a fair way of wording it at all. Why not? I mean, that's exactly the case, though. Oh my god! It's a thirty-two one hundred hour handcrafted universe and adventure. Not handcrafted. Handcrafted. Everything from Skyrim. It doesn't use everything from Skyrim. It has its own. There's a couple unique things in there, but it it was built on the Skyrim mod tools, Corey. (laughs) A couple of paintings. Yeah, but lots of games are are use uh, prior assets from from previous games I under- that we have given separate I, awards for. I understand Just that this happens to be a mod, should not disqualify it. 
Corey's passionate Exactly, it's a mod. So if you want to have, I understand you want to have an award for it. We'll come up with a mod mod award. I don't want a mod award. No, I'll tell you what. That's the lazy way out. Corey, if we get 10 votes from fans on this topic. I think we should leave it to Beardless. He's always pretty level-headed about these things. It, Tito always has a good opinion. Yeah. Tito, okay. friend of the show, Tito in LA, too. I, uh, I, 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 I just don't understand how it cannot count as its own game. Blows my mind that you guys feel like it shouldn't. Don't lo- don't lump me into that group. Yeah, Will and Dan. <laughs> Corey, we'll let you give it indie game of the year if you vote Pokemon Go for game of the year with me. No, see, this is I don't like to do this stuff with these. No awards. bargaining. It should should be black and white. I don't like this. No. It's like when you guys want to do for the beaten games, like oh well. We need to start assigning arbitrary hours played to certain games. It's like no, it's black. We've and never white. done that. We've never done that. You tried to. For what? Put up a fight. I can't remember. I think uh, that was mostly me. You got mad at me for beating Gone Home, Stanley Parable, no, I didn't, Syndicate, no, no, no. and blah That's blah fine. blah. That's fine. I just made fun of you because those were the games that you beat. I think, it but was... you guys were trying to assign a beaten game based on an arbitrary number of hours to a certain game, and I can't remember what it was. Was, now. was it was terrible? Like, wasn't it? I think it was yeah, Mario was... Kart. It was Mario Kart because I kept trying to fight for just credits, and you guys were like, "Well, it only takes like an hour," and it's like, "Yeah, but as soon as we start assigning these arbitrary amount of hours to these games, it's like a rabbit hole, and before you know it, we're the U.S. government, and nobody's happy." That, you're right. I do remember having this specific conversation about yeah, you're, Mario Kart. You're right. But I, I don't think your reasoning was, was very good, wasn't it? Because couldn't you beat you? You could get credits from Mario Kart by having by beating like the beating first 50 CC. Not it wasn't even all of 50 CC. It was beating one circuit. Yeah, 50 CC. It was something like that. And don't like we can discuss it again. Like I don't disagree with you that that's bullshit, but we need to stick to that. Otherwise, you know, we'll start deciding arbitrary numbers of hours played for certain games, and, and that's just not the way to go. No, sure, and I understand that, but so, some games also don't really like have an ending, you know. But that's a different so, so, Mario so, so then you that's have a different to discussion, right? right so then you have to have an beyond that point arbitrary criteria. But you guys tried to give me a heart. You guys like no, it doesn't count as beaten game. You have to play it this amount of time and this many. Like these arbitrary restrictions just aren't going to fly. I felt like the arbitrary restrictions were fitting for Mario Kart. I do too. I agree with you that it's bullshit that you can get a beaten <laughs> game for playing Mario Kart for thirty minutes, but. It's the way it needs to be. Otherwise, thirty minutes is generous. There. Otherwise, we're the U.S. government. Thirty minutes you is know, generous, Will. Yeah. Yes, Eric. Well, this is. I guess it's not totally off topic, but back to Enderall. Uh-huh. <laughs> I downloaded this launcher. I think, unless it's a virus, I don't know. Do you have um, Skyrim installed? Yeah, I do. Okay. So okay. I download this launcher, right? Mm-hmm. It asked me to open it, and I don't know what to do, so I said, okay, and it tried to open it with Adobe Reader or something, and it says it cannot open that file type. That's a porn virus. Now what? Well, now you need to throw your computer in a bucket of bleach. What do I download to, to open this? Did you download the game files? File? I don't know. It's, it's game like, files are separate 7. from the 7.8 gigabytes. Okay, that's gigs. that's the right thing. Those I think 
Uh, yeah, I think he's got to target the where the Skyrim is installed, right? I don't think so. Mine did it all automatically. Okay, I had to pick the folder that Skyrim was installed in. Should I delete it? No. We can talk about this off. Yeah. Okay. Podcast. Yeah. We'll, right. we'll, we'll help you figure it out. Well, there's got to be some other asshole like me that needs help with this. I'm sure you're not the only one. Yeah, sure. me. <laughs> we'll just have me do it someday. But okay. Well, I, I need you to play it. Ender all game of the year. I will. Thing, like, okay, so Dan is the only other person who's played it, and he's only played one hour, and his judgment is that it shouldn't count as a game. I didn't say My that. Judgment. I didn't say it shouldn't count as a game. I said it, I don't know if I would consider it an indie game. Yeah, that's this is a game. We're okay, just okay but if you're not indie. considering it an indie game because it's a mod, then how can it qualify for other awards? You could probably give it a game of the year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say giving uh, giving it well, indie so game of the year. How does it qualify for game of the year but not indie game? Because it's its year. own separate game. But it's it, like it, as an I don't I don't know that but I would consider it an indie Corey. game. So the argument is the argument that it's a mod, so it shouldn't qualify for indie game of the year. But it should qualify for game of the year. I, think, I don't understand that I think line of thought. I think it's fair to qualify for game of the year, right? I How, think if it qualifies for that, it must qualify for indie game of the year. But it's not so, an indie game. So if it's not an indie, it is an indie game because indie game indie game is a very it's a very like I said okay. t- it's a technical definition. I, I see. I see your point a little bit. Okay. A little yeah. bit. An indie game is a very uh, specific like type of game. Because it's handcrafted from the heart by independent people. Yes, I guess. Whereas this borrows assets from another game. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I will... Does a game like The Beginner's Guide qualify for Indie Game of the Year? Because The Beginner's Guide took a bunch of assets from other games and put them into a game. I didn't play The Beginner's Guide, so I have no idea what you're talking You guys let me give it Indie Game of the Year two years ago. I didn't so. play it, so I didn't even know what you were talking about. Okay. Wait, Just, what game are we talking about? Beginner's, Beginner's Guide. Guide. Oh, I have that. I think I have it, too. Now that you mention it. But I haven't played it. Well, that was an oversight back then, Corey. <laughs> Screw you guys. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway... Uh, the only other thing I played other than Deus Ex was Civ Five. Um, I was waiting one night for the kids' bedtime to roll around before I could play Deus Ex, so I, I figured I would fire up Civ Five in preparation for Civ Six. Uh, and boy, is that game addicting! It's one of those games you just you start playing it, and then all of a sudden a couple hours went by, and you're like, "Holy crap!" That might be the game I'm most looking forward to is Civ Six. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's up there for me too. Because weird, like even if it's even if it's not, it doesn't seem like it's going to be hugely different from Civ Five. There is obviously differences, but uh, I I think I'm still going to play it a ton just because it's the nature of of Civ. You know, we should definitely get a game going. Yeah, yeah, right. That would be the time. Would be the new one to get. We're supposed to do that like six years ago. I. I throw the idea around every other show or so. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, so that's all I played other than Deus Ex. I, I'm still playing Pokemon Go. I'm probably the only one, right? 
I actually have been opening it up since I've been back to school. Have you? Yeah, there's like 15 Pokestops at. Oh Burm. wow! So. Dang. So that's useful. So you can get yeah. your, your your Pokeball allocation just by walking around. Pretty much, which makes heading, it really easy. Heading up to the quad. It's also good because like the quad. <laughs> like pretty good Pokemon spawn where there's a spot like like a lot of traffic is. Uh, and since Broom is a campus, there's a lot of traffic on it. So yeah. yeah. I actually catch stuff. Nice. Like I caught a slow bro. Slow your bro. Can't go wrong I, with that. Uh, my phone got wiped of all things recently, and uh, I downloaded Pokemon Go again, and I went to fire it up the other day, and it asked me to, like, sign back up, and I said, you know what, fuck this. Yep, screw it. I'm done with it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I don't really have anything to talk about with it. I just, when there's a Pokemon that pops up, I catch it. I haven't caught anything interesting to... to talk about but shall we do feedback or no what we didn't play what we didn't play yeah. did anybody play Nuka World Will no and I heard you can only play it if you're a bad guy so I'm not going to play it what if you're a good guy you get one mission in and then you can't play anymore what, what is going on at Bethesda I don't what's Nuka World it's a it's the theme park. Form, uh, expansion, or adventure DLC. I guess the gist of it is you're supposed to help raiders out and stuff like that. And the only way you can do it is by being like completely evil. So the main storyline, you can't advance by being a good guy. And also, it destroys some of your settlement building stuff because it replaces the people of your colonies with raiders. Like, in some of them. So, like, the work that you did, like, building up some colonies, like, it's just ruined by raiders, I guess. I don't know. I just read that. I'm not 100% sure on how that all works. Mm. So I'm not buying it at all. Seems weird. That's good. Save your money, kids. Save your money, kids. Attack on Titan. I kind of want to play it. I do, too. Looks interesting. Uh, It's the adventure game based on the anime the same name gersman makes me want to play it yeah he would like that and uh us curmudgeons stick together right eric he doesn't even necessarily like it that's the thing <laughs> he just, just said you should play it it's... or no i believe he said you should watch gameplay of it okay. that's yeah. what he said because <laughs> it's crazy i like when he talks about stuff he thinks is crazy yeah because it just makes me want to enjoy it the same way he does fuck him yep <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm definitely curious for Attack on Titan. So yeah, and I, I I sort of enjoyed the anime. I only watched like six or seven episodes of it. But that's it was, supposed it was, to be a good, good one, one for non-anime fans. Is that right? Yeah, that's one that uh, I would suggest. I still throw Cowboy Bebop out as my number one suggestion to people who don't like anime. Maybe I'll try it. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, you used to watch it. I didn't used to watch it. With didn't you watch it with Jared and Corey? No, fuck no. Okay. Not with those two. Hey. You know who loved that show was James. James. He has the DVDs. He had all the DVDs, yeah. There you go. You can borrow them from him. I was probably there when they were watching it, Dan. Oh, gotcha. Not actively watching it. Oh, no. I was probably an instant messenger listening to Flicker Stick. <laughs> you definitely were. Nice. Flirting on I am. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, Hue, which is a puzzle platformer, I think looks pretty cool that I'll probably play at some point. It's got pretty good uh, critical reviews. I think it's sitting at like an 80-something. It's got a nice art style to it, so I'll probably check that out. Uh, the Touring Test, which Dan mentioned briefly earlier, is a sort of like portal. Uh, go from room to room, complete these tests. Puzzle game. Yeah. Which I'm into. Apparently it's not as good as Portal, but that's well, hard to do. So yeah. that's you know yeah. that's fine. Uh, so I'd like to check that out. What's that sitting at on Steam, Dan? Like twenty bucks? Yeah, it's twenty bucks. I think it's bucks. relatively well reviewed too. I think it's got like eighty, eighty fives on Steam. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I got Steam up right here. Let me give it a look. Sitting pretty. The touring. Twenty dollars. Yep. Twenty bucks. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to check that out. Valley is a walking sim with a twist. It has that, the, I saw the Kotaku article is like the leaf exoskeleton or whatever that makes you run really fast and jump really high, uh, which would eliminate a ton of frustration for me in these walking simulator type games, which I guess is the, the best part about it. So, and that's it, reviewing fairly well as it, too. It as, looks as pretty. Well. Yeah, it looks nice. Touring test, very positive overall, and 76 on Metacritic. Okay, that's not bad. Not, not terrible. Um, uh, and the last one I, I have written down, I know it's not a exhaustive list of releases this week, but it's the bigger ones, I thought, anyway, is Master of Orion, which finally came out of early access. Dan, any interest? Are you going to play it or no? Yeah, I'll play it. Uh, it'll be a sale purchase for me, probably. Yeah. Only because I've got to save up my money for the games that are coming out. In October, November, at this point, so yeah. like Final Fantasy 15. No, not Final Fantasy 15. Unfortunately, yeah. maybe that'll be. Play a... that one, huh, Dan? I can't. I don't have a system to play it on. It's not coming out that... on PC. Oh, it's not on PC. No. Nope. Oh. Uh, maybe it'll come out on the NX, and I'll play it on there. Perhaps. Corey, you forgot again. I know, <laughs> but go ahead. No, you keep keep going. That's all I have. Oh, uh, Legion, World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. Somebody already maxed their level out already, as of today. I hate that game. That's all, I'm gonna, that's all I have to say about that. I don't know. Corey, when, when does Final Fantasy XV come out? Noviembre. <laughs> it was recently delayed. It was supposed to come out in September, yeah. right? November yep. what, do you know? Nineteenth of end 19th? of November. I wanna say the nineteenth. I could I be off. Say, say later. It's after the game awards, whenever they happen to be. I, I thought they were at the beginning of November. Yeah. Game awards. Yeah, so after the game awards. Yeah. <laughs> November twenty ninth. There you go. Yeah, that's close. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nope. Will, did you have one? Or did you say it? I said it. Legion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Feedback. This is from Amanda C., who says, Hey, guys, love the show. I think Dan has been answering my newbie questions about computer gaming. Thanks for that. I know I'm late to both of these games, but I recently played Rise, which I enjoyed and thought was a good length, and I'm now playing Mad Max. I was wondering if any of you played Mad Max and what your thoughts are on it. 
since I'm new to computer gaming, I'm stopping up, stocking up on some older games for really cheap. I've already got a Steam library that includes The Witcher 1, which I just bought for $1.49. Witcher 2, Arkham Asylum, Just Cause 2, GTA 4, Borderlands, a pre-sequel, Mafia 2, Civ 5, XCOM, and Battleborn, uh, which she got in a Humble Bundle. Uh, what game out of the ones I listed do you think is the best game to play next? Uh, what are some other must-play games I should I could probably get for a good deal on Steam or CD keys? I don't have any friends uh, that play games as a younger female. I'm too embarrassed to tell people I like to play games. So anyone can feel free to friend me. I'm Mandy C12 on PSN on Steam. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that was me answering your computer questions. Uh, I like talking about computer hardware, so it's it's fun for me to do. I kind of want to do a whole episode just on PC hardware. Let's just do a weekly weekly uh, tech advice show. I could. Yeah, on, that's on, not a bad idea. On YouTube. On YouTube. No, there's already plenty of those. No, not live. Not live. People tune in and ask questions. Yeah. And the, the best part about it is if nobody shows up, you can just talk about whatever until somebody does. <laughs> it's a good Which will happen a lot of the time. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> So I'll just be, it'll just be me talking about whatever I want, which will yeah. probably end up being computer stuff. There you go. So, uh, Rise, Rise was Rise. I really liked. I know Eric played Rise. Did Love anyone else? Rise. Did anyone else play Rise? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. It, it's it's good. I'm I know. Fairly shat upon. No, it. No, I I agree, Eric. Uh, a lot of people criticized it for the uh, the QTE button prompts. Um, but I didn't think they were they were too bad. Uh, I actually liked the combat system. The story was fine. Uh, the thing that was interesting for me with that game was the setting. There's not enough games set during the Roman Empire. I think that's a great underutilized uh, setting for like historical games. You know. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max. I think a lot of people thought it was repetitive too. Sure, I could see that. Which, whatever, but it was a short game. Yeah, it was five or six hours maybe. Um, and I was, like I said, interested enough in in the the time period that I didn't. I never really felt like you know it was too repetitive. But yeah, that's all right. Uh, Mad Max. None of us played Mad Max, right? No, no. I came. Close I was to interested a couple times, but I just never did it. I have it. I own it on Steam. Oh, I got it as part of one of the humble monthly bundles. Um, but I just haven't played it yet. I haven't had the had the time. Uh, I will get to it at some point, definitely. Um, all right, I uh, game game she should play next. Witcher one, Witcher two, what? I was just gonna say read through that list. But yeah, you're already doing it. Witcher one, Witcher two, Arkham Asylum, Just Cause two, GTA four, Borderlands a pre sequel, Mafia two, Civ five, XCOM, mm-hmm. and Battleborn. Civ five. I was gonna say Civ Five. Oh, I was also gonna say XCOM. Uh, XCOM was my pick. Jumped out to me. Yeah, I had those two. Yeah, was what I was gonna say. If if uh, she hasn't played XCOM in the past or XCOM Two, uh, definitely I would go with XCOM. It is the best and most different of all those games, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Civ. I mean, they're different from Civ to Civ, but. I mean, Civ Six is going to be the same as Civ Five. Sure, just newer with a new coat of paint. 
nope. with an, yeah Fresh and, and XCOM is just a lot of fun so yeah uh, extremely stressful too <laughs> yeah extremely yeah you can stressful. name you can name soldiers after your your pals yeah your pe- and, uh, peeps that you know watch them inevitably die and you have to make that decision well do I want to beat this mission or do I want to keep this person alive yep and in my, in my experience uh, most of the time I just say well I want to beat this mission so yeah goodbye friend I did that with XCOM too, because uh, it's easier to like if if you get to a point where you can't advance anymore, it's easier to uh, the game keeps track of your NPC character names and it'll put them put them in there automatically for you, uh, so it's a little easier to manage. You can also have them be like bad guys and stuff like that, and random NPCs that are in, in the battles. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff, definitely. So yeah, I think XCOMs are consensus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Or uh, Enderall. Or Enderall. Well, if you can figure that out. Yeah, not easy. Um, and and my phone died, but uh, other places to get sale games. She said humble. She'd been to Humble Bundle. Uh, I use Green Man Gaming for new games. They have sales occasionally. Uh, a lot of times they'll have twenty, twenty-five. I think I got the Division for like thirty-five percent off new yeah um that's th- there's there there are websites out there where you can get newer games for cheaper but i i just feel like green man gaming is the safest yeah cd keys is super sketchy cd keys yeah, yeah. i used it once for a year of uh, xbox live uh-huh. and i immediately got a security thing from my bank <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i know i know like people swear by it and have had no issues but there are also yeah. people who have had issues so it's just yeah. not it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, Green Man Gaming I know does the um currency transfers. They'll buy games uh like Russian games or Indian games and they'll sell them cheaper because the game has to be sold cheaper in those those regions. Um I think it's a UK based company. So uh like I had that like like Eric, I had that issue. Uh I couldn't use my regular card that I use, my uh debit card from my bank because it was a UK based website and it was gaming, which they thought was gambling. Uh, so, oh. so I have to use PayPal on it, which is fine. Yeah, C- CD keys. I believe the payment came came out and uh, was paid to London. Oh, really? Oh, so that's based yeah. London based too. Yeah. Yeah, they could have thought that was gambling too. That's possible. I um, think I was taking a gamble by using it. <laughs> sure. Uh, there's Bundle Stars is another one. That's one I, I infrequently visit. Um, they'll occasionally have a really good deal on on a few games, uh, b- bundles of games. Uh, what else? I use one called Games Planet for maybe Dark Souls. Uh, but that's another one that's a little bit on the sketchy side. Wouldn't wouldn't necessarily recommend that over Green Man Gaming. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Did Dark Souls three come up in our mid year? Best games of the year talk. I, I don't so. even think anybody mentioned it. I think so. Really? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think we talked a lot about it, but I think one of us mentioned it. It's probably me. Okay. Yeah. Although I don't remember at this point. I do know that I forgot to mention Grim Dawn. Grim Dawn. Huh? Okay. Uh, my phone died, so I don't have the rest of the email. Yeah, yeah. Some more to it. Just make sure I didn't miss anything else. 
talk amongst I, yourselves for a minute. I got okay. you. I got it right here. Okay. I don't have any friends that play games. As a younger female, I'm too embarrassed to tell people I like to play games so anyone can feel free to friend me. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, you lose your thought like... there, Corey? Or... No, I was just thinking, like, my girlfriend and I... Like, I've been trying to get her to play video games for a long time. Yeah. And uh, she's just not... There are certain games that she likes, but it also doesn't make any sense to me, so I can't really recommend games to her. Like, she loved... Uh, what did she love? That one freaking game from Studio... King Kingdoms of Amalur. Kingdoms of Amalur. She loved. Which is like, okay, so you like like fantasy RPGs and stuff, but then she played... Uh, she played one of the Elder Scrolls games and hated it. Huh. So it's like, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard, hard to recommend. Rocket League. <laughs> I hate that game. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I have yeah. no answers. No, that's a that's a tough spot to be in, definitely. Um I had one female friend who who was on this podcast a while ago named Adrian. Uh but she's the only like female friend I had that that legitimately like played games all the time. Like her favorite game series was was Mass Effect, which was great. So whenever I worked with her it was those was, was all we talked about was video games. It's fantastic. I have a couple of employees that I recently found out uh are gamers that are gals mm -hmm. but i don't know them well enough to feel comfortable going up and talking to them about it gotcha okay anything else nah i think we covered everything right yeah, yeah. um next week possibly battlefield beta for the episode <laughs> although i don't know if i'm gonna be able to play it either I can. Oh yeah, shit. I don't know. <laughs> it's a bad weekend uh, for a beta, I think. Well, here's the thing. I was gonna play tomorrow night, but tomorrow night is also the UVA pep rally for the football team. So mm -hmm. I'm about oh, that. Shit. <laughs> what? It's just teasing. I don't know. Whatever. Um. <laughs> and then I'm supposed to go see Bruce Springsteen in Virginia Beach this weekend, but there's also a hurricane down there. Oh. So. I don't know what I'm going to do. Stay home, play video games. <laughs> well, I mean, if I stay home, Christy's here. Mm, shit. Although I did purchase a game for the two of us to play together that we have not played yet. What is it? Overcooked. Oh. Oh, yeah. I want to play that. Yeah. Is that Supposed like pretty cool. Cooking Mama? It's a cooking game. Cooking co-op. Nice. Like Diner Dash. No. I it's wanted okay. to I wanted to get the most recent Humble Bundle because it had a game on it called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Yeah, I got it. You want it? I'll send the I'll send you the code. Yeah, if you don't want it. Yeah, it's yours. Because uh, never play. I, I I I'm interested in that, but I know I'll never play it. So yeah, I'll just send it to you. It's something I I think the wife would enjoy playing with me. It's where you have two people controlling a bunch of the systems in a spaceship as it moves around and you have to kind of bounce back and forth between what system you control based on what, you, what situation oh. you're in, in the, in the ship. That's yeah. So yeah. looks really, really look really cool. I mean, it's on my wish list. I've been, I just forgot about the humble bundle and yeah, that was that a good song. one. It also it had was. Uh, nuclear throne. What else did I have in there? 
Uh, it had the Beginner's Guide on it. Beginner's Guide, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a few really good games on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So we, we don't know what we're gonna do next week. We'll we'll figure something out at some point, right? Yep. Probably the day before. Probably about Thursday. Yeah. Are we recording Thursday next week? Yeah, that works for me. Sure. Uh, tentatively. Okay. Oh, tentatively God. Thursday. Wait, when's the Sony announcement? Is it seven? Seven. So we, yeah, we should definitely uh, do it after that. That's what Wednesday, that? right? Oh, that's what we should do our episode about. If we don't have a game. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. That's a good idea. When, that's Wednesday, oh, I think. Yeah. Yep. Two slim versions of the PS4. Woo! Mm. It's better, Will. It's not sure just it is. slimmer. It's slimmer, Will, and better. Will, just cool. look, look, at, being announced. look at it this way. A slimmer version of me would be a better version of me. Not necessarily. No, it's uh, it would. up to debate. Yeah, That's that true. is debatable. I guess it depends on, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's funny, Dan. Um, just kind of piggyback off that real uh-huh. quick to round out the episode. Uh, in Charlottesville... There's a lot of very fit people here because people run and bike and hike and shit like that. And I'm not one of them, uh-huh. obviously. So <laughs> I always tell my wife because a lot of the people who live in our complex are like that. And I always tell her, hey, don't look at that guy. You know what I mean? If you uh-huh. see him, don't don't look at him. Uh-huh. But yesterday we were walking around and I saw this kind of chubby guy and I go, you know, maybe I'm going about this the wrong way. You're kind of a chubby chaser, clearly. <laughs> Yeah. You know? <laughs> don't look at that guy. Yeah, don't look at that fat guy over there. Well, you look at this guy. Don't look at him though. Uh to to continue that thought, Binghamton is one of the fattest cities in the whole country. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not surprised that you see more fit people down down where you are in Charlottesville. Yeah. We had we had to go to a a couple's dinner recently. Uh-huh. I made Sorry. a joke about how I brought the the health level down when I moved down here. I went over. Nice. Everybody at that table was really fit. Okay. <laughs> just a bunch of assholes they are. Huh? I was just trying to make myself feel better. Sure. It's always a crapshoot with those kind of jokes. You know. It went you know? over. Yeah, that's it good. That's good. Yeah, because you could get the oh, you shouldn't say that about yourself. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm just, I'm just trying to make a joke. You know. I had, uh, I had one of the so the. <laughs> This past weekend was my my girlfriend's grandfather's hundredth birthday. Um, he's passed, but they still celebrate it because that's what they do in their family. Um, so we we're everybody's hanging out late at night. Everybody's drinking, drunk, whatever. I was sitting there, I wasn't really saying much, and they were talking about playing croquet for the longest time. And uh, I was waiting for the right the right moment. And when the conversation lulls a little bit, I'm like, it "Doesn't sound like much fun. Like a bunch of people sitting around crocheting." <laughs> Oh boy! I don't I think there is a right moment for that one. It was. I would have loved that. Dead the response, silence. The response was mixed. I did get a couple of people that thought it was really good, uh-huh. and a couple of people that were just like sitting there, <laughs> like, nice. "Who is this guy? Who invited him?" Yeah. And I've only been coming there like six years, so I understand that most people don't really know who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Corey, I would have given you a good hearty laugh out of that one. <laughs> I don't worry. Laughs, I, I don't even know what to think when you said that. I don't even know what to think of you. That's when you just get up and leave. Yeah. I thought it was good. Nice. I just think you were really hammered. <laughs> I wasn't that night. The next night I was. It was like a two-night thing. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for episode 267 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Merrick. Well. <laughs> Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Yeah!